All right, greetings and welcome to Better's Last Stand. Matt and Chris with you here. Oh, what a time to be alive. It's uh, it's getting nice <laughs> yes. outside. Uh, there's new shooting every day. Yeah. But we're going to talk about sports and betting stuff. So uh, if you want to talk more serious things, uh, listen to our radio show on WKKX. Uh, seven hours a week we are now, Monday from 2 to 3, and then 12 to 3 on Tuesday and Thursday. So Give us a call. Tell us what you think about the world affairs. We're talking uh, all kinds of different things then. Uh, we, we mix sports in as well. But uh, now we're it's nice to escape and go back to sports when we have all these terrible tragedies. Yes, we got gas leaks out in, uh, out in Woodsdale Nashville, area, yeah. National Road's ready to explode. Yeah. We got people getting shot at home depots. Yeah, and, uh, yeah it's, it's, it's a nightmare out there. So be safe. Stay indoors. Be aware uh, of your surroundings. Drink beer. Yeah. Uh, be nice to people. Uh, yeah. So, good and good luck. Yeah. Stay. Just, uh, yeah. St- I don't know. I don't even know what the advice to give people these days. You, you're you in danger everywhere you go. So, mm-hmm. keep your fingers crossed. Uh, it could always be worse. You could be a Toronto Maple Leaf or Edmonton yeah. Oilers fan right now. Yeah. So One game uh, doesn't make a series. Yeah. Well, we, we <laughs> shall see. Yes. Uh, NHL playoffs. We're going to talk about that. In uh, in depth here in the show in the first segment, going to touch a little bit on the NFL draft, which is just an absolute wild show right now of what's happening there. There's just you have no idea who's picking who, who's going to trade. It is really really tough. Uh, sports books are going to have a really rough time as uh, inside information starts to leak uh, and beating customers to numbers because there's going to be inside info out there that's going to get. It's going to get bet on, so uh, we're going to watch those markets, so we'll talk about that. Uh, talk about XFL, USFL Week 2. Uh, we've got the Zurich Classic, which is a team event in golf yeah, like this week that. down in like New Orleans. Uh, not, not the greatest field, but it's a cool event. Mm-hmm. Um, good, some, a couple of good teams. And then uh, we'll touch on uh, MLB and NBA playoffs in NASCAR with Sam as he joins the show in the last segment, as usual. Uh, we had uh, Indy cars last week and NASCAR as well at Martinsville, so get his thoughts on that. And he's uh, he's well ensconced into uh, MLB with his Pirates now up nine nothing today and uh, rolling right along, Chris. Yes. And uh, NBA playoffs, so we'll get Sam's uh, thoughts and picks on that kind of stuff. Uh, as I said, Buckos lead the Rockies nine zero. Before you could blink, it's already nine nothing. Uh, I hear that the Pirates are talking about you know playoff tickets and all kind of things already, and Kutch for MVP. Yeah. That's well, the- hey, uh, by the way, I'm, I brought this up on the uh, podcast uh, yesterday. Right. Uh, the the workers up there, PNC, they 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 settled, and so they're they're back to work. So it's funny how they always settle right at the time. Right. When you, exactly. Game, so. so you'll have for the uh, Dodger tickets, games next right. week with Michael Grove. Ticket Grove's sellers, pitches. ticket takers, and ushers will be at the stadium on. Uh, uh, tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow they play the Reds. They return so, for the Reds. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. so, yeah, Buckos and Reds, and then they uh, host the Dodgers early next week. So, yes, we're we're thinking Michael Grove from Wheeling will be uh, on the hill one of them days. I'm sure Coach is going to be fired up for mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah, split. We're going to be uh, split allegiances there. Uh, I think I'll be rooting for Michael Grove, but <laughs> yeah, I will too. And, you know, and it's it's funny that if the you know the Pirates are off to an early nine nothing lead, but. They, if they win, they would already have 12 wins. Yeah, hard to believe. Coach only need uh, 50, 57 more wins. Yeah, I mean, they, they've, they've, they've benefited from the schedule they played, and they've done yes. a nice job against teams. So I'm really – there's a lot of bad teams from what yeah, I've they're, seen they're, so far. Uh, we'll talk about that later in the mm-hmm. show with Sam. But uh, there's a few teams that I think are a little better than I thought. There's a few teams that are about what I expected. And then there are a few teams that really, really suck. So uh, – and I just got a note that Gordy Longshaw is now on our show tomorrow. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. All right. Uh, 
Okay, so that'll be uh, on the radio tomorrow, which will be uh, a couple of days ago when you hear this. Uh, apparently, Gordy's coming come to the studio. I, I'm the last to know, I guess. Uh, but hey, but Gordy's coming in. I don't know. That's what that's what just was no. I don't know. Uh, so all right. Uh, anyway, back to Better's last stand here. Uh, let's go through what happened last week in our picks. Uh, uh. It wasn't a pretty week for us. We were down 1.9 units. Um, so I killed us. Yeah, you, you didn't have a very good week, Chris. You, you <laughs> 0-4 in the XFL. Yeah, minus 6.65 units, 0-4 in the XFL. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't pretty. Uh, coach up barely a unit and a half. Uh, he had Cantley in the top five. He did have Cantley to win, but he, he folded down the stretch. Even Sam was in the negative last week. Jeez. Had a couple of top tens with Logano and uh, Hamlin and Briscoe. But uh, just uh, yeah, nobody could get much traction. I did all right. You I actually really had a good well. a good week in uh, in English Premier League. I was ahead in, in the AFL as well, so I'm starting to starting to get a feel of how things are shaking out there. So uh, overall, you know, just a little bit below even. So I guess it could have been worse. But uh, you know, we'll we'll keep grinding out for you. So be sure to check our picks out uh, on the uh, Better's Last Stand Twitter, the at the Pine Room Podcast. You can get. The links to all that stuff, uh, and then on Instagram as well, Jub puts up some of the my finalized picks and I'll picks. Uh, you know, NFL drafts it, it, it's kind of a tricky spot for us next week. It starts the day after the show, so it's it's kind yeah. of a, kind of tough for us to give picks. Uh, mm. I'm going to get some of these guys' thoughts and put post those uh, early next week, or at least when we get down to uh, by Thursday uh, for the day of the draft. But we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, draft here today as well. So. Um, just to give you a little bit of an idea of what's been going on. But first, let's talk hockey. Uh, the NHL playoffs, which is very enjoyable, um, and it started on Monday. We've got four games a night, which is really a great thing. They don't take off two games, two days in between like uh, like the uh, NBA. Yeah. Well, Max Scherzer yeah. going ballistic yeah. right now. This uh, game just started, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know what the hell. Maybe he got a, a, a violation for something on his hands. He's got, he doesn't have a glove. Buck Showalter's... Yeah. Holding his glove right now, and Scherzer's like going nuts. So bear with us, folks. We're seeing what's going on here as the uh, Mets and Dodgers do battle. Scherzer just got his glove tossed back to him by Buck Showalter, yeah. and some guy's coming out of the bullpen for the Mets. So if you had the Mets today, uh, not a good start for you. Um, I, I don't know. Who well, they're... no, it's the bottom of the fourth. Okay, I thought it was earlier in the game, but still. Well, something went amiss there. I don't know what it was. I think that's – is that Lindor that's talking yeah. to Yeah. Oh, well, no. Is that not Angel Hernandez, is it? No. no. I don't know who that guy is, but he looks like a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> and a real tough guy. So, he yeah. Probably toss Scherzer out for something. But, anyway, we'll get back yep. to that as the we'll uh, look information that up and see breaks. What happens. And uh, what the hell is he doing? He's through his gum. What a weirdo. All right, anyway, back to NHL playoffs. Same old story. Uh, Toronto – embarrassing performance last night, and then Edmonton actually played all right until they blew the game in the third period. Uh, Chris, you're big on both these teams. What the well, hell is going well, I'm, on? I'm bigger on, on uh, the uh, the Oilers than I am the Leafs. And and uh, like I told you before we just started about, I, the first score I saw was was uh, Tampa Bay 3-0 three, three over Toronto. I'm like, my God, that's, that's a great way to start. Their, your, Listless your, performance. Yeah, embarrassing. Did, you could tell how tight they were from the beginning of the game. And, and and so I was like, wow. And, and then I think my was it three one, and then I turned it back on. I don't know. Yeah, they made it three one. Then they took a terrible penalty and another yeah. power play goal, and that was the end of that. And, uh, Boy, the Tampa shut up the uh, uh, the the uh, the Toronto fans. In well, hurry, didn't well, it? And it doesn't I mean, it doesn't help matters. I really uh, 
I was lukewarm about Tampa. I, I really like the Kings. Like I think they'll win that series, and I gave mm-hmm. that out on the picks last week. Uh, gave out that in the Jets, so hopefully you check those out on, on Twitter and uh, got those picks in because they're good prices. I'm going to get into that a little bit more, but... I, I was I was kind of thinking maybe 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 Toronto maybe this year that they could get it done. Seeing Tampa's just got to be worn out. They played so many damn games, yeah. and I remember the Penguins kind of hit that skid like that. It's just like man, you play so deep well, with into, the extended into the postseason yeah. every single year. Yeah. I mean, that's the finals three straight years, mm-hmm. and you had COVID in there. I mean, that just makes for a lot of hockey in a little bit of time. So I thought maybe if ever. If ever, Toronto might be able to beat him. But then Sam Sonoff had to start running his mouth, the goalie for Toronto. And he started oh, saying what, about what how... He oh, he said like two days ago, well, we're the better team and we're going to win the series. Like, bad idea, dude. Why do guys do that? Because, first of all, you're not even close to the guy you're opposing in the other net because he's already far yeah. better and probably the best goalie in the league. Uh, so you have that going. And then, and then your team's are already a bunch of losers. And mm-hmm. I, I don't dislike Austin Matthews, but John Tavares is a loser. I mean, and it's, <laughs> it's got a lot of guys. Their whole DNA is just made up to lose. Yeah. Like the Toronto Maple Leafs literally in my lifetime have never, ever, ever been good. And, and like the closest they ever were was like they made it to the Western Conference Finals one year mm-hmm. when they were in the West, I think. And maybe lost to the Kings or they something. They might have had like, uh, Doug Gilmore. Yeah, they probably did. And I, you know Doug what, Gilmore it, it, and Felix Potvin yeah. was their goalie. In in the last, uh, well, I think the last time they won the cup, uh, I was three years old. Yeah, in '67, right. that's when the Penguins, all those teams right. came in, the new teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, I I mean I I don't know what it is with this, and I, I know the pressure is intense, and I know a lot of players that don't like to go to Toronto. Free agents don't want to go there because mm-hmm. it's because it's like this. You know, guys getting threatened, and I mean, it's already it's like this. The city's it's like they're ready to just say, "Oh, no, we can't work." Uh, you know, all all, all uh, you know facilities are shutting down. Everybody's just in panic mode. But come on, you're playing Tampa Bay here. Uh, you know, they're, they're, you, it wasn't like you're going to have an easy series, regardless. So right. uh, Toronto could be in for a difficult time. But like you said, there's a it's only one, I, take it one game man, at a time. I, I look at these series East and West. Other than honestly, other than the uh, the Bruins, yeah. I think the these other seven series could go either way. I agree, and and, and it, I mean, and it and shows. that's what's great. That's and, what's and great. And it shows uh, six and two underdogs now six and two to start the playoffs four and zero on Tuesday. So keep an eye out there. Uh, it's it's been pretty good to me right now. The only favorite that I actually bet was I actually I did have New Jersey, which is a terrible bet. Uh, I thought I thought they would play well, they a little got better. Smashed. They were horrible last night, but I think they'll settle down. Um, I hope. Uh, but other than that, I mean, the Kraken were a good one. The Kings, the Jets. I mean, those were all teams that I was backing. Uh, the Leafs, uh, or against the Leafs, sorry. Uh, so, so look for these dogs. I know, I know it's it's going to be everybody's going to be on the these uh, the favorites now to bounce back here in the game twos. But we'll see. Come uh, Friday when this show uh, you know airs and you'll be listening to it, you may see that Toronto could be. Uh, in a hole, uh, the Oilers could be in a hole. So who knows? Uh, just keep an eye out. The, the 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 value, as Chris said, is not really on the favorites right now. The dogs are uh, pretty good bets because a lot of these series are very even. Yeah, I was going to say, and for even, first round, even a team like the Kraken even, yeah. is a, is a, can score enough goals if they can get any goaltending, then they they'll stick around. And they already are having one nothing lead on Colorado, which is much more than people expected. And again, Colorado a team that probably. Starting to hit the wall a little bit, and then they, uh, they, you know, they're 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 a little beat up. They're they're they don't have Landis yeah. Cog, so I mean, there's, there's a lot. Is lot he done to, for the? Yeah, they yeah. shut him down okay. for the year. Uh, but right now, Tampa Bay minus one forty, 
to win the series, uh, the Leafs plus 120. So as I mentioned last week, if you like the Devils or the uh, Leafs or the Oilers, I mean, if you like them, bet them now because they're down a game, but that's only a game, and you know you you can continue to get back in the series pretty quickly. But you can get a much better price than you than you were going to get, uh, you know, pre-series. So uh, that's definitely something to watch for. Uh, Bruins Cruz, they they had a little flu bug. They went that was going mm-hmm. through the locker room, but. Florida doesn't have enough for them. They're they're just not going to be able. Their goaltending was okay. Like that Leon guy's been doing all right. He's better than Bobrovsky. He kept them yeah. in the game, but they can't score. I mean, the Bruins are a shutdown team, and they make you pay when you make mistakes. And, and most of the teams make mistakes, especially a team like Florida who limped into the playoffs. So, Penguin fans, be glad it's not you. That's all I can say. Um, yeah, and then the, the from, from what I've seen so far, we always talk about the uh, how the playoffs are a different animal. I watched uh, some of that. Uh, the uh, Vegas and uh, who, who they Jets, yeah, Winnipeg. Vegas and Jets, and uh, well, it was brutal. Just some of the hitting, it was clean hits. Yeah, no, there's but, been a lot of hard but, hitting but so I, far, from what I've noticed. Yes, and it, from what I saw, it was clean. But I did not see the hit on Joe Pavelski that knocked him out. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad, but but man. well, you hate Joe Pavelski. Nah, I mean, I just think he's boring. <laughs> but I, I thought Pavelski kind of let us guard down. I, see, I, I never saw. I mean, that I guy's played a thousands hit. of games. Like I, I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad. Um, I don't know. I, I'd get. There's been. I, how about the guy that got cut last night? I, I saw that you had that list. I didn't see that. Yeah, it no, went, that was nasty. Who, he got, he got hit with a skate. Yeah, he's plays for the Jets. Uh, yeah, okay, he got. He took a took a skate Ooh. to the face, and seventy five stitches he took in. Now this is just this is just amazing. And I heard a guy making a point on this, so this isn't my initial thought, but mm. I kind of had the same you know type of thought about this. You have guys like. Zion Williamson who haven't played since God knows when. Right. And this dude gets 75 stitches to the face and comes back and plays in the game. No. And he said after the game, only thing he was concerned about on the play is that he was going to be responsible for giving up a goal or did a puck go in the net. Mm-hmm. Like it, That's what he's concerned about. So, again, these hockey players don't make nearly the money these NBA bums make, and they, they put their life on the line, literally. I mean, it, where in the NBA are you going to get a guy cut that he could bleed out? Like, it, you know, there, there's so many uh, examples of this in hockey. These guys are really tough, and they deserve the respect. And, uh, you know, I, I tip Without my cap to them. Yep. You know, they, they, they don't talk a lot of trash. I mean, on the ice, yeah, banter with each other, but they're, they're hockey players as a group don't come out in the media. They don't mouth off nearly as much as uh, these NBA and NFL guys. And I think there's something to be said for that because these guys are missing games left and right. These NBA players are an absolute embarrassment. Well, the, the, the other, okay, I saw Giannis uh, uh, fell and hurt his tailbone. And do you think that that would have even been an issue for Larry mm-hmm. Bird or Magic Johnson mm-hmm. or Isaiah Thomas? I mean, no. they know. Remember they wouldn't even have thought it. They would have limped around the, the James Worthy and these guys. And it wouldn't even have happened. Well, wouldn't even have been I, mentioned. Isaiah did that. Yeah. Remember in the finals. Wouldn't even have been. And even, he ended up like with 25 yeah. in the fourth quarter. I, don't, I can't remember if they won that. But he he was, I mean, he willed himself to to play. He I, didn't. I just. I was going to use that as an excuse. We're, we're so soft. I, anyway, we'll we'll talk more about yeah. that in our other uh, segments on the Pine Room Podcast yeah. and other Yeah, we shows. will talk about but just, just yeah. uh, It's embarrassing. And it really is. And if you are a fan. Or like a true fan, and you really think those leagues are good, I, that has to bother you, or you're, you're in denial, quite frankly, because it, you don't even know who's good in the NBA because the players don't ever play. It, now you got John Morant's out, Giannis is out, uh, Julius Randle got fouled hard the Did other night. Did you see that? Yeah, 
They called it. They called out a flag. Yeah. No, he was just going he at a high speed. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I was because, because he fell hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so what? Like Fuck that happens. That. It, 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 yeah. I, I was pissed. And, and then that, he got. And then he got more on Draymond Green stomping on people. But we'll talk yeah. NBA later in the show. Hopefully not very much. Right, yeah, as much as Sam wants to let's talk. Limit that. But anyway, back to uh, back to the uh, <laughs> the hockey. Uh, some observations that I thought uh, that are pretty evident right now. The teams with the better goalies are, are seemingly mm. winning these games. You had the Rangers last night with Shesterkin. You had the Bruins with Olmark, which he wasn't even really tested. You had Vasilevsky playing great until right. the game was out of control. Uh, Carolina and, and the Islanders, I thought that game, I thought Sorokin played pretty well. I like the Islanders in the game tonight. We should give that out as a play. It'll be tomorrow. I thought the Islanders played pretty good in that they game. Did. They just yeah. didn't. They couldn't score, and that's their problem. But I think they can bounce back, and I think they can maybe steal this game tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought uh, Hellebuck or Hucklebuck. Yeah, the Hucklebuck. The Hucklebuck. Yeah. Hellebuck played good for the Jets in their win. Uh, the Kings yes, got did. the Kings making that that midseason uh, acquisition uh, from the from Columbus. What the hell is the guy's name? No, um, oh, uh, not not. Uh, I get confused with the two. Shit. Uh, well, anyway, the guy they got from the the Blue Jackets. Uh, Funny name, dude. God, I can't believe I don't remember that. Uh, and then uh, the uh, the former uh, Avalanche player, Grubauer, for the Kraken, played really well. Both yeah. goalies played pretty good in the Dallas and in, in, uh, Minnesota series. So the goaltending right now is a key difference. And then these teams that are making you pay on the power play. And uh, I'm hopeful that the, the teams that I back, the, uh, the Jets, the Kings, uh, I had the Rangers series. I gave this out as over five and a half. I think that's going to go long. I think that'll go six games. Um, the Bruins, minus two and a half games in their series. I feel pretty comfortable with that. Yeah. And then, as I said, the Jets and the Kings. And also gave the Jets and the Kings out to win the West. So, hopeful hopeful that they'll both get through. That'll, that'll help my chances. Jets played a solid game last night. Yeah, they're good. They they're very... good. I like their team. I, I think they struggle to score. But if they get goaltending like that, they're, gonna, they're, they're a team. We're when going. I watched them play the Penguins, and I remember you and I talked about on this show, they reminded me of a team playing playoff hockey in the middle of the season. They 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 were very very tight tightened up buttoned up in, in the neutral zone. It was zone. just like a bus- yeah, they, and right. they, they just didn't make mistakes. And yeah. then you know they get a little timely player. The other team makes mm-hmm. a mistake, and they're they're ready to pounce. That first line they have is good, but they don't have a whole lot of depth. Oh yeah, and and, and they do th- things like just like with with the Islanders, you know, like they don't same, score, same but they way. they can shut teams down. Then you know if you pounce on a mistake, boom, right. you get a goal. And then if and they get a lead, they're even more difficult right. to play against. Exactly. So yeah, and, and do you have any other thoughts? Any t- any teams you would consider backing no, I, in a spot like this? Uh, anybody? I just think no. I, I I'm I'm really enjoying. I mean, it's very early in, in the playoff season, but I, like I said, I I think the only the the Bruins pretty much the only one that I shouldn't say it's a give, but it's pretty likely that they're going to advance. But these other games, I I, I would totally these agree. other series, I, I I look forward to. Can anybody watching them. can anybody I, take out the Bruins in the East? <sighs> I don't know what I, I I would hope that it wouldn't be the New York Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, well, I don't think it them. can be. I don't think it could be the Rangers. I know everybody loves their talent level, but I don't think they're tough enough to beat Boston. I always thought the only team that could beat them would maybe be the Islanders, but the Islanders don't have enough scoring. I just don't think they could do it. I, I'm not impressed with Carolina's. I don't think their goaltending is very good. I think they're sloppy. Mm-hmm. I think they can be very good at times. Uh, but maybe Tampa. Maybe it's the obvious choice. Maybe it's Tampa. Tampa could yeah, be the team it, that has the good goaltending, has the playoff experience, has still has a really good power play. Uh, so maybe if it, you know if that works out where they match up, 
I think maybe it's them um, the, as the best all around. Or they're just like the, you know a, a team for whatever reason you know wins wins a dramatic game in double overtime and and, and that just. Right. They they Lifts take that them, momentum yeah. and, right. or, or or an incident, a guy you know, victim of a cheap shot, and it you know just brings them either closer together, and they for whatever reason it's so unpredictable how these teams can rally, and, and some teams fall apart. So it's wide open. So yeah. I, I don't know at this at this time next week, I guess some of these series could be over if close I mean, to, but I, uh, there's a chance they could be some long series. Oh yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Speaking of peaking at the right time. Erling Holland again for Man City now up four nothing in aggregate over Bayern Munich and Inter Milan and Benfica one one Inter Milan's probably going to go through there up three one and Benfica lost Napoli yesterday they were a team I gave on Champions <laughs> League uh, they hit a bad patch against a team in their own league and could not beat uh, AC Milan so uh, we'll continue to monitor the Champions League Premier League now getting tight too as. Uh, Arsenal gives away another game last week. Man City is on the charge, so good stuff ahead there. All right, let's jump uh, jump over to your favorite time of year, Chris. You're you're a big NBA draft guy and NHL. Eh, geez, I can't get yeah. not NBA, not no, NHL, no. NFL draft. The only draft anybody really cares about. Yeah, so you're a big draft guy, but I know yeah. you're kind of dampered because the Browns don't have a pick in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit, they don't they don't pick till what the third round. I think they have two third rounders. They pick. Uh, I think they get the seventy fourth pick. So who knows what, who will be available by then, unless they decide to, to trade up. Yeah, so I think they have two. They have two picks in the the third, fourth, and fifth round. So they might be able to use that to move up. But are yeah. you still excited about this? Yes, I, mean, I am. Are you intrigued? I, okay. I love it. Okay, I, I absolutely love it. I, I and, and and it's weird because I thought, well, with the Browns not having a pick, because you know that used to be like the highlight. The Browns always sucked, and the, you know the, the highlight of their right. year wasn't even in, during the season. It was picking, in the off season. Yeah, picking Who Joe Thomas and everybody getting pissed. Oh. <laughs> Well, we we're horrible, yeah. but we got a good tackle, right? So. But you know what? We pick, we got Johnny Manziel. So look out! Here right. we go. We that's, got Johnny Manziel. But brilliant. yeah, so and I was watching a show uh, yesterday, and uh, just they were talking about where these guys are going to go. And you 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 touched on it earlier about, how, how about, do you know? about the you know, who's going to draft who. I mean, I've heard so I've heard Bryce Young cases. right now. Yeah, right now he's he's now minus four hundred to be right. the first uh, overall pick. But I tell you what, I, I mean, I know follow the money. Definitely, you want to be looking for these prices to shift. But the problem is, is they've changed so quickly. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I there's guys, there's experts. I've heard guys say uh, the the Texans are for sure taking a quarterback. Score by Inter Milan. Where do but where do they and pick? They're second. So, right, they traded that. Right? Or no, they didn't trade. They no, lost they lost them. They, they lost won it. on the last day of the season. Lovey went idiots. for two. Yeah, there's morons. They, well, they Lovey gave Colts, a big I fuck think. you then. And they, uh, yeah, and they, yeah, now they pick second and uh, they don't know what they're doing. But D'Amico Ryan's, to me, it seems like a defensive pick would yeah. be. So I've heard guys, like experts, say 100% they're taking an edge rusher. And then I've heard another, like, guys who say they're they're important. Like, I, and again, Mike Florio, who was on our show on the radio, mm. he didn't want to really talk about the draft because he doesn't like it. No, which I don't blame him. Yeah. But uh, it it's got to be hard for guys like him. You're you're trying you're getting so much misinformation mm-hmm. out there. These teams are trying to keep you off their trail, off their scent of who they're going to take. So who's the who are the Texans going to take? One hundred percent a quarterback. Well, an analyst says, and another guy says one hundred percent a defensive player. How are you supposed to know that then, no, or figure something out? Like I I don't I don't know. Like to me, none of these quarterbacks are sure enough to take. 
I'd I'd be so worried about taking it. I mean, unless you have certain years where it's like Andrew Luck or somebody that you, you know you you're relatively certain they're going to be at least serviceable NFL quarterbacks. Mm. Man, well, you know, I, I it's funny you brought that up about the quarterbacks. I heard Cowherd talking. I think it was last week, and he was talking about. The difference in franchises. If you if you are drafting a quarterback, now these guys, there's a lot of uncertainties. Like yeah. you said, there's not a lot. Yeah. Not Peyton Manning. Yes, he said. But if, if you're drafting these guys to save your franchise, it's never it gonna probably work. isn't going to work. It's not going to work. In the but words you, of George Kettlewell. Yes, I and mean, those are great words. Uh, but you know, if you get a guy uh, like, and I don't know how good Jordan Love will ever be, but like like in that situation, a guy right. that could come in. Or, or, or you're right. playing on a team that's that's middle of the pack, or but a team, you know, some of these. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I. Well, we see it with Justin Fields, although he wasn't a number one uh, pick overall. But I mean, no. But he's he's a hell of an athlete. But how good of a quarterback oh, is? And he? in Justin Fields' in, defense, and I'm an anti-Justin Fields. Right. I think he's not a quarterback. Right. I think he's a tremendous athlete. But right. he, to me, he'll never throw well enough for the Bears to be able to win with him. I just don't think it's possible. Mm-hmm. The same criticism I have of Lamar Jackson, probably. <laughs> Uh, and being a Ravens fan, that, that sucks. But uh, Anthony Richardson wasn't even good in college. I've never even heard this guy's he name was before. Terrible in college, mm-hmm. and he reminds me of a less successful, even to the level of Jamarcus Russell. But Justin Fields was at least good in college. He was good. Mm-hmm. He, he did a really good job. C.J. Stroud was good in college. Bryce Young was good in college. Anthony Richardson was awful in college. He was not a quarterback. He was a good athlete. I had Florida a few times last year, betting-wise. He was ridiculous. And I know you can say, oh, you put him with the great coaches in the NFL, since there's so many of those, yeah. and the great coordinators who are geniuses, and all the great offensive linemen and the great skill players. He'll be great. It can't miss. Well, it's going to miss. I'm going to tell you right now, the team that takes this guy, if they take him in the first round, you might as well count it that they will not be a playoff team for 10 years or more. They, they'll ruin their franchise immediately if you take a guy this, like this. And, and this guy should be picked in the fourth or fifth round, not the first, right. just because he can uh, oh, throw from his knees 90 yards. I was like, going to say, well, well, you know what? I think uh, Cal Bowler was able to do that, too. Right. What, yeah, what did he and Russell, do? too. And Jamarcus well, Russell. And you know who else he reminds me of? Uh, the, the kid from a high school. Cardell Jones. Yeah. Remember he had that one yeah. decent I – mean, right. he took one over. One good year. A real team that is loaded with NFL players. Yes. And, and and he's out of the league. Yeah, yeah and it was probably just because of the tangibles, right? This guy, big, strong, but fast, and that's his, it. His accuracy is dreadful. But, I, 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 just, I just don't understand. These GMs and coaches, football, unlike any other sport, and I say this all the time, I've met so many football coaches in my life in various levels. They're the most arrogant, mm-hmm. and then not like personally arrogant, but they all think they could like be Bill Belichick or something, or uh, they're the guy to fix this. They guy. all know more than anyone, and if like a guy like me who's not an X and O football guy, I've never coached it or played it at a high level or right. anything. I and I don't want to be that, but like I can watch games on TV and I can tell you who's good and who isn't, and I think I can do a better job and you can do a better job mm. evaluating players than some of these <laughs> yes. coaches. I, I, agree. I think their arrogance gets in the way, and mm. I I never I'll never get over that. I've heard guys at the college level trying to tell me, well, the last All-American just left, you know, oh, wait till you see the next guy, what I'd do with him. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Like it, That'd be like like Brady or Belichick coming out and just saying, oh, now that Tom Brady's gone, we'll really show you how good of a coach I can be. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't make any sense, and these coaches are so arrogant, mm. and these general managers are so stupid. There's a reason why only a handful of teams win. Yeah. And, and how about, think about this. 
Two of the best quarterbacks in the last 10 years or more, Brady, you can go back even further. But the guys who win in the most Super Bowls or in the most Super Bowls, Mahomes and Brady, they weren't high picks. So right there, that should tell you right there. Mahomes, yeah. everybody fucking passed on him. Those morons. He went in the middle of the, the first bear. round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, all, there was like six guys that went ahead of him. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Chew on that. So every GM who passed on Patrick Mahomes, they should never work again. Mm-hmm. They should have to go coach Bethany Bison or something. That, that's about all the more they deserve. But uh, yeah, you're going to see somebody make a terrible blunder. This Will Levis guy, I don't know if he's any good. He puts mayonnaise in his coffee, which disturbs me quite a bit. Uh I, I'm. I don't know. I just. That's, I would not want to be. If I'm one of these teams up high, and I'm not really, really certain that I love a guy, or I know he's going to be good, I'm trading the fuck back and getting some right. picks and saying, "Let you make the mistake. I'll. I'll try to get a guy later. Yeah. Add a guy down. The, you know, in a later Especially round. Especially if you, if you have a a quarterback that, that at least is serviceable. Right. Right. That that can get that can you know what they always say game manager. But yeah, that that's too big of a risk. I mean, they yeah. said, and it, it sets your franchise back. I, so I, there's so many bad quarterbacks on this on this thing right here. I, I think this draft class for quarterbacks is an embarrassment. <laughs> right, Richardson's terrible. Yeah. Aiden O'Connell, eh. C.J. Stroud, I think is actually pretty good. I think Bryce Young is mm-hmm. okay, but he's small. Clayton Toon mm-hmm. never going to work. Dorian Thompson Robinson. I've heard people talk about how great he was. Oh, if he right. played at Alabama, everybody would know his name. No, he was just a guy that ran around, made some plays as an athlete. He's an athlete. He's not right. a good thrower. Mm-hmm. He never did anything offensively for UCLA. I'm not a fan. I thought Hendon Hooker is pretty good. If I was going to take a gamble on any of these guys, it would be him. I thought he had a chance to actually. He hurt his knee, right? Yeah. But I thought he threw from the pocket better than a lot mm-hmm. of these guys. He, he He's athletic, but I thought he was more of a pocket guy. So I think uh, that would be a. a probably benefit uh, to an NFL team. Max Duggan ain't going to happen in the NFL. Malik Cunningham, are you yeah. kidding me? If you don't think Lamar Jackson can throw, just take a look at Malik Cunningham. <laughs> and, sure, and, oh, boy. And then all of a sudden, Stetson Bennett looks good. He yeah. Stetson Bennett could not throw from the tight hash marks of the NFL. He'll, he'd probably have 45 interceptions. Uh, he had a great line, great tight ends. This uh, perfect, all the perfect offense of, yeah. for him. I, I like the guy, but I don't think he can play in the NFL. Oh, it's going to be twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a Chris Winky. That's yeah. about how old he Brad, was. Brad, Brad, Brandon Weed. Yeah. So, all right, Chris. Uh, enough boring quarterback yeah. talk. What? Uh, just tell me anything that intrigues you. Any team? Any teams you're looking at and making a move? Is there any picks that you feel comfortable about? Is there any bets you feel good about? Because I have a hard yeah. time uh, giving anything out on the show. But one that stuck out to me before I get your opinion. Uh, Bijan Robinson. That, damn it! I was going to say fifteen and a half. Yeah. What do you think of his draft position? Why? Why would anybody pick a running back? Well, they were talking 15? about the, and I think the uh, the Eagles. They were they were talking about the Eagles the taking Eagles him. him. Well, they, they they got rid of uh, Sanders. Sanders. But they they got running they just back this guy by can, committee. I don't know. They said this guy can do it all right, oh. in the slot. That would be an un eagle like pick if you ask yeah. me. But uh, no, he he looks he looks fantastic. I, I don't know enough about. No, that. I think he's but, good but too. But really, to top fifteen pick, you really you think? Mm. Mm. No, but, I, it, but it's definitely uh, definitely a. Uh, a wide receiver heavy draft in it. Yeah, it looks these, pretty these guys pretty are, solid for the receiver mm-hmm. position. But B. John Robinson, fifteen and a half. I, I would bet that over. I, I don't think anybody would take him up because even if the Eagles won him, I think they could trade down and probably get yeah. him a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. Taking a running back is just these guys just don't last. Um, yeah, I know. You know the the the, 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 uh, the Steeler fans. I heard them talking about the. Uh, I think that's the defensive the lineman from uh, Georgia, Jalen Carter. Yeah, I've heard him talking about Carter, and then I heard him talking about that that Wilson guy, uh, and then uh, there was one other guy. That they I, were talking about Joey Porter Jr. Oh my god! 
Yeah, that's it. It's just well, again, Steeler fans. Wait, wait, what, well, you... hopefully he's not an idiot like his father. Well, I'm sure he will be. Yeah, mm-hmm. Apple doesn't f- fall. Maybe far. Joey will come back as the coach, which would be really nice to see. Yeah, yeah, he class act. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what but, uh, what do you think? Uh, I mean, do you... I'm looking at some of these like Will Anderson over under three and a half for his draft position. His yeah. stock, I mean. Went down a little bit, I think. But well, some of the drafts have him going second, right? Yeah. And Jalen, well, that's what I'm saying. You're right. People okay. said Houston would take a our edge rusher, but will it be him, or will it be the guy that Wilson guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the question. So, if you're able to follow these, my advice to you is be looking for these m- money moves. Start write write these prices down like the end of this week, mm-hmm. and then start looking at what they're going to be like on Monday and Tuesday, and then you're going to start to see when things start to move. And normally when they move towards a guy really quickly, uh, that's usually a pretty good in, uh, indicator that it's going to be uh, yay or nay, over, under, whatever you, you know, may, whatever have you, uh, as far as the guy's position goes or, or who's who the team particularly is going to select. Um, you know, you got some teams here like the Bengals are – they're, they're favored to pick a tight end mm-hmm. as their first pick. The Lions are uh, minus 250 to take a defensive back. Uh, and that's interesting. But I think that's a good pick for the Lions because they kind of could use some help on defense. And just like the Packers, the, the, no. plus 190 to take a tight end with their. Now, now uh, if anybody could answer a question why in the hell the Packers would now choose an offensive player in the fucking first round of the draft when they just Winter. neglected to do it when they had Aaron Rodgers all those years. Um, it, it would blow my mind, but I think Green Bay may be one of the worst run franchises. They'd be better off now. The people up there own the team. They'd be yes. better off the people made the decisions for the team because I wouldn't. I don't understand it. I think Green Bay is going to be one of the worst teams in the league, and uh, I'll be tipping them probably is as, that, as an it, underplay. Is that is the Rodgers thing just still a work in progress? Yeah, but it's going to come down to the draft. I think they're just trying to hold out okay, long enough so they can try to trade a pick for next okay. year instead of this year. Yeah. And the Packers are morons. They got to, They need to try to make this happen before the draft, but. Mike Florio was talking about that, so he thought maybe it would happen the day of or the day before. Okay, that's uh, to the right. very that's last hour. Yeah. But yeah. I've heard. I mean, if the Packers wait and don't trade him until after the draft. They're, they're they're even dumber than I just said mm-hmm. they were because then they're they're not even getting anything for this year. They're trading for something for next year. So no, no, if they're gonna, it, you know, and I, I don't know what kind of quarterback Jordan Love is, but not I, gonna I, be good. I, 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 <laughs> So, <laughs> long, dark, be, dark days uh, ahead yeah, for, uh, be horrible. for Packer fans. They're one of the worst teams in the league last year, if you ask me anyway. And Rodgers held them above water. Bad offense. Defense was very overrated. Didn't perform well. Yeah. So, good luck. Uh, hopefully, uh, Brad's team, uh, who's shopping Trey Lance right now, uh, he, he may get traded by draft night. But, again, it's amazing how it's completely complete reversal. He was their guy last year. <laughs> And yeah. he gets hurt. Purdy comes in. Now they're ready to get rid of this guy already because mm. they knew he wasn't good. They just tried to force themselves and, again, try to make themselves mm. not look as dumb as they really were by taking him. Uh, that may be one of the worst blunders in, in draft history, them taking him. They were they were like yeah. another player away from probably winning the Super Bowl. M- moved up to get him, yeah. right? They gave up it, a lot. Bizarre. Like, what are you thinking? You have a roster that's good enough to win, and they made it to the damn Super Bowl that year. And line up losing, well, but it's like, it, it, maybe one, that extra player, that guy could play immediately. Maybe that's the difference. That John Lynch comes across as a, yeah, a little he, arrogant. A, yeah, like he, he he wonders who he is, and and he was he, he orchestrated that, didn't he, with yeah. Trey Lance? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I'm not sh- I, uh, sorry, Brad. I, I worry a little bit about your GM and coach. I mean, still got a really good roster, and he can easily win. But uh, yeah. 
I don't know. We'll be we'll be curious to see what Brad and his 49ers do. What about Tom's Cowboys? Somebody said they were interested in B. John Robinson. Now they got yeah. Tony Pollard. Why the hell do they need yeah. another? What What is it with this fascination uh, that Dallas always has to get these fancy toys? They, they, right. can't they just, always have to have They could never player. just get a guy that was like a, like a really solid all-around player. Mm-hmm. They always got to go for a fucking home run. And uh, as long as they have Prescott, they're not going to ever No, win. so it that doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. There, there are so many bad teams here. Uh, honestly, I'll be anxious to see what Seattle does. I feel like they had a pretty decent season last year, and mm-hmm. they're kind of building the team back to, to you know being strong the right way. I think Jacksonville's intriguing. Uh, if they can improve on defense a little bit, I think they they're, they got some good players on offense. Uh, Minnesota's a damn disaster. The Bills uh, need a couple more playmakers, if you ask me, and they're favored to take a wide receiver. So I may be looking at that bet. I think a plus 190 for the Bills to take a receiver. Uh, but an offensive lineman could be key to them, too. They did have some protection problems last year. What do you think about the uh, Jets, Chris? What are your <laughs> thoughts on them? Defense? They already loaded on defense. But I don't think they're yeah. quite as good as everybody says. Do you? No, no, I, I don't. People said their defense was really like elite. And, and, I didn't find it elite at all. And even if they do go through with that, Rod, I, I just don't think. I mean, Rodgers is on the downside of his career, he, and, and his he doesn't best, have a lot of playmakers. No, I, I don't know. And he's just he's Hall. like there's. I don't know. He's an enigma. I don't know what to help. Yeah, him no, he's not going to. He won't mesh with everybody. You never know and, how it's going to turn and, out. Know, and, and seems like he's got like a little uh, a. a uh, I don't know. His his relationship with the media is not the best. Well, yeah, you know, which, saying he's going to go to the biggest market. And, yeah, and so I, yeah, it I, could I, be. I don't know. I, it could be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I never had anything against the Jets. I, I've never disliked them. Uh, yeah. I, but but if they don't get him, I mean, if they're they, they still have Zach Wilson and yeah, I know they let a Mike White guy go. So okay, so yeah, what what do you think about New England now? New England mm. being favored to pick a wide receiver in the first round is just baffling to me. Why would they ever do that? I don't understand that. Um, Belichick doesn't is not the kind of guy that does that. Uh, well, you know, for as, as good of a coach as he's been throughout his career, his personnel decisions have not been Not in recent good. years. And, and, and they I, seem I like think, they always trade down. I think he struck. I thought for a while when he was building those Super Bowl teams, they were, but they had the stability at quarterback so they could get away with that. Yes. They didn't, and Brady made a lot of those guys a lot better. I mean, they they traded down they and got mask. a lot, stockpiled a lot of good picks, and they really, you know, they got Vince Wilfork and some of the guys, they got key guys on defense uh, that really put them over the top. But yeah, uh, that's not been the case in, in recent years. Uh, Cooley's Bucks, I don't even know where to begin with them. They they may be the worst team in the league. The Redskins are going to be horrible. Um, you think? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have no I have no faith in them. Uh, who the hell is their coach? Oh, Ron Rivera, is he still their coach? They yeah, got, yeah, they still got Rivera, never, Ron. They'll, yeah. they'll never win with him. He's a loser. That guy, that guy's a conservative loser. He, he just doesn't coach the win. I, I know Sam Howe now will go in there, run around, get his get his head oh, knocked yeah, off. That's right. I mean, he, I mean, he might be all right, but I and I don't dislike him. But uh, I, they just have too many holes, and they, they're they're maybe when they get the new ownership. No, and you know, I, I heard stable, them talking the other day. Got to get rid of Ron Rivera. About and how are the Giants going to be? Because I, they were talking about uh, Daniel Jones, and and he, and he signed right. He got a yeah. I mean, I I don't blame the Giants for doing that. He was serviceable enough last year, and again, here's the, the arrogance comes in. Brian Dayball is going to say, "Oh, I'm, I'm so smart. I'll make this guy good." Well. You got a lot of lucky, well, a lot of lucky breaks last year with a bad, bad uh, offensive roster. You know, he, Jones did well with a bad. Their oh, skill yeah. players were terrible. 
I mean, really, really bad. I I, I don't mind the guy, but I, I'm just going to mention the contract that he got. And they were just talking about the the years that he's got him when, when he get five or six years, and they were like the like the one of the last years of his contract. I mean, I think he's like not guaranteed, but it's like for fifty six million. Yeah, well, I mean, but, but by the time he gets to that, there'll be a guy making a hundred million a year probably. Yeah, I mean, how someone Hurst just got two hundred fifty five yeah, million. Just, just silly. So that that Watson contract to me, to already me, forgotten about. Yeah, I know, and and to me, there really shouldn't be any quarterbacks paid if you don't win anything you shouldn't get anything uh you, you should just get market value for for what the, the losers get and right now if you're not Mahomes, and that's about it because brady's gone mm-hmm. uh you know who, who what are these teams thinking but anyway i'll be happy uh i'm just hopeful that the ravens uh part ways with lamar jackson and now they got the great signing of odell beckham yeah. he'll quit the team by about yeah. week four so that'll be good to get rid of him uh yeah so ravens could be lean for a while but ravens could be a team that could surprise you and pick a quarterback here, uh, move up in a strategic move to try to get a guy they can build around for the future. Why, so. why do teams still think that he's like a great receiver? Uh, Odell. I don't know. I don't know. He hasn't had it. Like no, Ravens a, a did that to try to get Jackson yeah. back. That's but they haven't had it. The he hasn't had a standout choice. season since, I think, what, 2016. Yeah, he's, always, he's always hurt. Hurt, and he, he, he runs his maybe. mouth. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't understand, though, for him, watching Lamar Jackson play and knowing mm-hmm. that he struggled to get guys the ball – and you you pit, you're mad about Baker Mayfield, and you're mad about uh, uh, Stafford didn't throw to him enough at first, and like this guy is diva position, a bad job by the Ravens. They don't usually make mistakes like that, but they will here. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll uh, keep you apprised of some of the picks. I, I really don't know what else we can really give you on the show today, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm gonna try to to look for some. Some value picks uh, for next week. I thought Will Levis under six and a half. There's a lot of steam on that mm-hmm. right now. That's starting to trend upward. So I'll put out some early tweets in the week uh, on the BLS Twitter page and the Pioneer Podcast Twitter page, so you can keep an eye out for where some of the steam moves. But it is. I, I, I could tell you something here today, and by Friday or Saturday when you watch this show, it could be bad information. So mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna wait. We're gonna err on the side of caution here. And uh, wait to see where the money goes here in the late stages. But the draft definitely be a cool thing. Uh, it actually be pretty neat to do a, do a draft show in here while we were watching. Oh, the draft. I think but, it'd be uh, great. Yeah. We'll, uh, maybe we'll do that. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, if there's any way we could do that on uh, on uh, Facebook nice. Live or something like that. But uh, as if we're tomorrow, not busy right? enough, yeah, with our pond room responsibilities yeah. and our own life responsibilities. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for our first segment here. We're going to come back. On BLS, we're going to talk uh, quickly about the XFL, the USFL, and the Zurich Classic. We'll be back on BLS right after this. Reminder, Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back in BLS. Matt and Chris here, coach, on his way to the Mountaineer and Pitt Panther baseball game at PNC Park. Chris, I'm not trying to uh, sound like a dick, but uh, there's not many places that I'd rather be less than something like that. No, and driving up into that traffic. and, and <laughs> Coach and, hates driving to the mall. Yeah. 
Well, hey, in the name of baseball, yeah, he'll make some exceptions. Him and Jared are dedicated. They're up there uh, seeing the Mountaineers and the Panthers. I'm sure it'd be cool if it got there, but like yeah. college baseball doesn't do much for me. It's very, very, yeah. very uh, tough to watch, at least most of the games. Now, there's some really good teams that in the World Series I'll watch, but uh, I, I can't watch regular season college baseball. Yeah. I, I've been scarred for life. It is so, so bad. There are so many bad teams. The games take forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, they don't have any of those rules instituted like they do in the pros, right? Oh, God. So, they need to just put a mercy rule in. I'd be fine yeah, with that because yeah. there's so many bad teams. Uh, well, they, they, they one good thing is they, they do have beautiful weather for, for baseball. Yeah, teams. it'll be so chilly they, tonight, yeah. but uh, it'll be nice, yeah. So uh, go Mountaineers yeah. or go Panthers or whatever, right. whichever your preference. Yeah. All right, so we're back here. We're going to talk uh, a little bit of XFL, USFL, and some golf. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to mention. Uh, bad beats from last night. Uh, the under five and a half in the Winnipeg Vegas game that was on Tuesday. It was three to one with eighty seconds left, and uh, two mm. late goals by the Jets, and your under ticket is lost. You're you're done. Uh, those those kind of things suck. Then the guys did, did, did one guy scored two goals in a row. Wasn't yeah. it? Uh, <laughs> it was a power play goal. Yeah, right? yeah, that was bizarre. Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> yep, yeah. But uh, yeah, so tough one there. Uh, you, you know, you just never know where you're going to get it in the NBA. You have these horrific beats on the quarters and the halves every night. So, uh, best of luck to you. God be with you. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, so this was interesting. I thought uh, sports sports leagues and media outlets reuniting to set limits for sports betting ads. This is interesting. Uh, the government's getting involved, which is not good. Whenever they get involved in something, they usually ruin it. So uh, mm. the, apparently these leagues are saying there's too much emphasis on sports betting, too many commercials. Their players are being treated poorly. Wah, wah, wah. And then uh, we go from that right to this fan who's suing the uh, Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards over assault uh, in a dispute after a betting uh, incident post-game. It's actually not a betting incident, but it kind of is. Uh, it's on March 21st. The Wizards are playing in Orlando. And the fan alleges that Beal hit him in the head coming off the court. His name's Kyle Briffa from Orange what? County, Florida. Uh, he said Beal was exiting the court and overheard him and his friend talking about uh, the loss and how it cost them a bet. And uh, apparently Beal reacted badly and hit him in the head uh, unprovoked. Now, mm. police say that Briffa's friend... Apparently said, you made me lose $1,300, you fuck, <laughs> which mm-hmm. provoked Beal. Uh, but, again, if you're an athlete, you can't put your hands on somebody like no. that. I'm sorry. I know Just it's frustrating, them. and I know fans are assholes. Trust me. I couldn't sympathize more. Yes. But don't blame betting for all these problems. Fans who bet, they need to be responsible. They need to be logical. It's not These guys aren't trying to lose you money. At least we haven't figured that out yet. I'd be more concerned about uh, the referees. But uh, speaking of which, the Scott Foster jinx ended last night. He finally refed a game of Chris Paul's in the playoffs, and oh, they won. Oh, yeah, yeah, they beat so the So congrats Clips, yeah. to uh, Chris Paul uh, for getting that and jinx. Scott I think Foster. he was two for his last 17 with Scott Foster. So I'd be more worried about referees. So if you want to go after a referee and uh, hit him in the head or something, I'm fine with it. <laughs> no, I'm really not. I, we don't promote violence. But we know. Always. But, but yeah. referees cheat more than but players do. For uh, sure. But players need to have thicker skin. These guys are making – Bradley Beal's making like $48 million a year. 
I think a uh, guy cussing him out is, is not that and, too big of a deal. And I've seen that. I mean, that that's happened with uh, Russell Westbrook. And do, do these guys just have the power there? They get so upset and they say, well, yeah. that guy yelled at me. Right. Let's have him removed from yeah. the game. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, no, I no, mean, unless I you're like really. No, I, I think I'm, I, I'm under the, the, under the uh, assumption that if I pay for the seat, I can do pretty much whatever I want. Obviously, we don't want. People's families being targeted oh. and then be you know just belligerent behavior is not cool. But if you're heckling a guy and, and calling him uh, West Brick, like you know that, sorry, like yeah, it's your fault. Make your shots and then you won't get yelled at. But um, yeah, I, I I see both sides of this. The fans act like morons a lot of the times, but the players act like morons too, and they're the ones that people see on TV and uh, you know. You're, you're being held to a standard when you're making that kind of money. There's a responsibility that goes with it. I don't care if you say you don't want to be a role model or not. We're not asking to be a role model. Anybody who watches the NBA would be an idiot to have their kids emulate most of the guys in the NBA so or well, the NFL or most of the other well, sports. He, remember even years ago, Charles Barkley said, right. I'm not a role model. And he's honest yeah. about it. So honestly, his, his honesty is is actually something that you would look for in a role yes. model. But yeah, so in, in his time, guys were a heck of a lot easier to look up to, at least as yes. far as maybe not their – uh, their personal behavior, their personal life, but at least their their uh, willingness to play as, as a team. They bust their ass. They play hard and play, play the game. right way. Play, play every, every game. game. Yeah. So yeah. those those were very commendable. But uh, enough about the NBA. Uh, if you haven't seen this too, YouTube TV three hundred forty nine dollars for Sunday ticket. Uh, it was three and three eighty nine for the red zone. If you get the red zone with it, if you order before June sixth, uh, it's four forty nine and four eighty nine uh, accordingly. If you wait. Ridiculous. That's, Absolutely uh, ridiculous. And the, the worst part about this is uh, the average lag time, which is a serious problem, mm-hmm. on YouTube, 54 seconds. So if you're trying wow. to play uh, in-play betting, you're basically having to wait to a commercial, and you really only are going to have in a two-and-a-half-minute, two three-minute commercial, you, you're waiting to almost halfway through it to be able to get to where you feel comfortable. Okay, I'm caught up on what's happened. I know what's happened. Now I can get my bet in. You don't have a whole lot of time. Uh, terrible. Just terrible. I hate to see this. And I'm a, as big a pro streaming person, but streaming is not for sports. It's just not. Uh, it, and again, people that, that have the TV service, Chris, you do streaming, all streaming. Uh, if, you, if you were heavy betting in play, I'm sure you would get pissed off. Well, I, yeah, and this really doesn't have anything to do with the betting, but, but watching football season or hockey, whenever it was, you guys were watching on regular cable. I'm watching the same game. Right. You we're, we're we're texting out the score. Somebody does something good. Yeah, and you, I'm fucking thirty seconds. About so I already know what happened before. Right. It, and it's like and that's fuck. frustrating. Yeah, you know, those times where yeah. and, I, and I have Directv, and there's still a little lag with Directv versus mm-hmm. uh, some of your cable systems are a little bit quicker. So you're having maybe four to six seconds quicker on like yes. a Comcast most of the time. Not a stream, but on the regular Comcast or Cox or Spectrum or one of them. But uh, So sometimes I, if I know, if I'm interacting with somebody about a game, I won't look at my phone until like breaks. Because, I've, I've learned that Because it's like, I'm just, I'm not going to, I don't want to, mm-hmm. and not that it upsets me that much because I'm an information person. Sometimes if I'm betting a game or I'm interested in a game in play, I'll pull up the live stats of it that you're, 
usually ahead of the game, which yeah. is helpful. So I recommend that to anybody out there. But if you're uh, if you're an in play better, uh, yeah, it's not going to be fun. Um, we're, we're hopefully the the business package uh, Directv is still going to have, so we'll be able to have Sunday ticket on over at the sports book. I'm hopeful for that. But uh, these delays are huge. I mean, you got YouTube TV 54 seconds during the Super Bowl. Directv was 24 seconds in, during yeah, the Super Bowl. That's a 30 second difference. And uh, I'm not saying 24 is good, but it's better than 54. Uh, yeah, so we got those uh, obstacles to uh, hurdle over as well when you're trying to get into this betting landscape. Uh, they're making it tough. See, I find it ironic. We talked about the the uh, the fans suing, and then the sports leagues wanting to uh, stop all this advertising. Mm. They they want their product to be you know the most popular thing. They're mm. signing all these TV deals. They're basically raping their fans by charging oh. them this. But then they're worried about guys sports betting. Well, the reason your sport is popular and has grown in popularity is because of sports betting. You can say that's not true, but it's just, it's really. Well, how many people do we know argument. that wouldn't watch this without yeah. sports? How many, say it all how the many time. games do you think Coach would watch if, uh, None if, of he, them. if, if he couldn't bet? None of them. You'd, yeah. you'd rather watch TV shows. Exactly. Like, like a horror, you know, you have the, the, the Panthers and the Falcons. Oh, yeah, right. I'm gonna Who's going to watch that? Nobody. Especially Nobody. The, the Thursday night games we get stuck with sometimes. Mm-hmm. Poor Al Michaels last year. My God, like the first eight of those games were just an embarrassment. Yeah, so, yeah, anyway, more streaming news ahead. We'll talk about that later. All right, Chris, XFL was not a pretty week for you. It uh, wasn't much better for me, but, uh, yeah, just uh, – Oh, and four, man. Actually, I was three and one in the XFL. I didn't even realize that. But, yeah, uh, getting down to playoff time now. I'm curious to see how these playoffs will shake out. It, it could be uh, entertaining. I hope hope it is. Um well, let's let's begin. Well, we with, have a couple. Well, there's some playoff implications because this yes, is the last week is. of the regular this season. Is the last week, week 10. of the regular season, week ten here in the XFL. Last week, uh, dogs were three and one, and the overs were three and one. Definitely points picking up. Uh, Houston uh, covered by a half uh, against Vegas, and then you had San Antonio beating Orlando. That game went over. Um, you had DC not covering. DC's uh, yeah. They did. Not playing as well as they were early in the season. I'm a little concerned with them. I thought they were the best team. And then uh, Seattle taking down they're, your St. Louis Battlehawks. Uh, Seattle was started 0-2. They're 6-1. Yeah, they're they're, they're, to me, they're playing the best right now. And I thought Houston and D.C. were early in the season. So, And then uh, St. Louis in the middle of the season I thought was pretty good. Um, well, all right, so Seattle made a statement. They, they went to did. one went thirty to yeah, twelve in a hostile environment. Yes, yeah. in St. Louis. So uh, <laughs> game on Saturday, noon kick. ESPN Orlando Guardians at the St. Louis Battlehawks. Battlehawks minus seven and a half total, forty six and a half. Battlehawks need the game for they playoff. win or in. Yes, they win and they're in. So they need that game. So, uh, I'll lay the points with with St. Louis there. I think they. Uh, they get it yeah, done. And what I'd, do you say? Yeah, I'll take. I'll, uh, I'm, I'm going to give the points because they're they're. Again, they're at home. They're playing a bad team, and yeah. they know what's on the line. So I'll take a battle. Hawks. I considered it over, but I'm going to lay off. Uh, Orlando mm-hmm. has been better on offense of recent mm-hmm. weeks. You've heard me say that a couple times on here. So maybe an over, but I think St. Louis will be very serious and workmanlike there and take care of business easily. Uh, D.C. Defenders, the 3 o'clock game on Saturday, heads to San Antonio. Their three-point favorite on the road. They've already clinched their yeah. spot. Uh, I don't expect D.C. to go all out for this game, um, and San Antonio is really not very good, no. and they struggle to score. Uh, they, uh, I think San Antonio technically is still alive for the playoffs. Is that they, correct? They have to win, and, and Arlington has to lose. Then it goes to the tiebreakers. Tie right, so right. 
They need a lot to, to, to I, I'm not sure even having to win they can. I like the under in this game. That's, I think D.C. Uh, takes you know runs the ball, just gets out of there without getting anybody hurt. What do you say? I, I had that mark, too. Had the under under 42 Perfect. on that. And I think I think D.C. is going to win the game. Yeah, I do, too. I think probably. Just, I mean, I'm not going to lay the three. Be like a 20 to 10. Or, yeah, no. yeah. They well, should be able to cover that, but I just don't know what kind of effort you'll get from them. <laughs> um, probably just a workmanlike performance. All right. Sunday, doubleheader, 3 o'clock on ESPN. The Arlington Renegades host the Houston Roughnecks. Houston's already clinched the other side, or the other yes. division uh, top seed, so they don't really need the game. Uh, Arlington does need the game. They're a one-point home favorite, total 42.5. I'll take Arlington here. I think they've played good enough that I think they can win this game. What do you think? Uh, yes. The Arlington on that, because if they, let's see, if they, uh, so the winner, or, or no, wait. They're trying to determine what second place yes. for in, in what division is that? Uh, honestly, I don't know. South. I'm, I'm a little. Okay, it's the South. Okay, south. I'm sorry. No, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Arlington, I'm trying to. Because I think if Arlington wins, they're they're in. They're four and five right now. They If they win, and they're in. They, they, San Antonio yes. needs them to lose, and then it's to tiebreakers. So that'd be the only way they could catch them. They'd both be four and six if yes. Arlington lost. So mm-hmm. Arlington wins, they're so, in. So I think Arlington gets the job done. Chris concurs. And, and yeah, and, and Houston. Uh, yeah, Houston's already, already clinched. clinched so. They can't really gain anything out of it. So yeah. I'll be going with Arlington there. Don't love anything on the total. All right. And then the nightcap Vegas at Seattle. Seattle minus eight, total 47. Uh, Seattle could use the game, definitely, uh, as they're in a, in a battle with uh, St. Louis for yes. that playoff spot. Yes. So, um, they're, they're going to be all out, and I think Seattle's playing the best of anybody. So I'm going Vegas, with Seattle and yeah. under. And Vegas is out. eliminated. Yes, they are they, done. They, they suck. are done, so they don't have anything to. Yeah. So I, I uh, I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the game under. Yep, me too. Forty seven. I took under forty seven in Seattle one. Although one, so. I, I uh, but I, I'm also going to take uh, Vipers getting eight. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think they're going to win. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going out. They're, they're playing for they're, the coach. They're, right. They're going to play. They hard. love their coach. They're going to play hard for Joe Paul. Yeah. Or whoever the hell their coach is. <laughs> All right. That uh, takes us. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm going to keep an eye on these. Uh, these XFL playoffs. They might be pretty good. So. Yeah, yeah I've, I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah, and, and, it's you not know, bad. And, and, it's not and bad. I didn't. And the only reason I, that I watched any any of that USFL, which I don't know if you're going to talk about, yeah, it, we are. Yep. It just because we had that board on that <laughs> yeah, on that right. uh, the Mauler game, and right. I think they lost by a touchdown. And just a really futile offense. They could yeah. they could drive it down to the red zone, but nobody could score. Did they kick, did they kick a bunch of field goals? Yeah, I think at one point, I think I think that's all they had. Yeah. They had yeah. I think they lost twenty two fifteen. I think yes, they had five field goals, mm-hmm. and then at one point it was nine nine. There was six field goals that's in the right. game. Yeah. So. Yeah, all right, so let's shift over to USFL. Week two, still a little early for me to figure out who's good. Not that I can do that anyway, but we'll try. Uh, I think we've actually done pretty good as a group on the XFL this year. I think we. Yeah. I think we. if I went back and added Ooh, up all of our I put us back last week. Yeah, though, you, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, that's all right. We had a good – we had a good uh, – we, we were in the positive column, I think, for a while. So, all right, USFL week two. Um, Saturday's games, there's a double – actually, it's not a double header. There's a 12-30 game. Houston at New Orleans. New Orleans minus four. Uh, the total thirty nine and a half. New Orleans was a team that played Pittsburgh, and that was the game that I saw the most of because we were mm-hmm. watching it at the Vets. We had right. a board on it. Um, New Orleans, not bad. Uh, their offense was a little bit bad in the red zone, uh, same as Pittsburgh's. 
So I am going to recommend a play on the under in this game as they are 1-0 and in the season. Houston, the Gamblers, are 0-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston lost to Michigan last week, 29-13. to Michigan seems like they could be pretty good. So I'm going with the under in the, in the, in the Breakers and Gamblers game. Chris, any opinion yeah, well, on that one? I, I like the under's one. I don't want to keep get, yeah. saying the same thing you do. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Gamblers getting four. So okay. I'll take them and the... Uh, in the under. All right, let's go to the Saturday night game, the Memphis Showboats at the Birmingham Stallions. Birmingham won it last year. Birmingham minus seven and a half, total forty four and a half. Where are you going in this contest? I am going to take Birmingham, given seven and a half. Okay. And they, uh, you know, strong Saturday night crowd. Everybody pumped up. They might have what, <laughs> like a thousand people. There. Yeah, that, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> it does I, good. But I know. I well, the Birmingham does pretty good attendance wise. Mm-hmm. They're they're kind of like is that the where they played Louis. all the games last year. Yeah, they're the St. Louis of the USFL. I'd say as far as crowd goes. I thought uh, didn't love it. If I get to seven in the hook, I may lean to Memphis, but I like. Maybe over here. I thought these mm. two teams offensively were a little bit better than some of the other ones. Memphis uh, scored uh, 23 last week. Birmingham scored 27. I thought maybe uh, the offenses could be decent here. So uh, go with the over of 44.5 there. Uh, all right, Sunday, New Jersey Generals at the Pittsburgh Ooh. Maulers. I believe this game is at Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton. I really don't know yeah. why. I need yeah. to explore more about why. Yeah, they, but do they do the Maulers play any games at Heinz? Are they I'm, playing I'm them dead. all? I'm, Somebody I'm, was saying that last no week. They, they were playing all of them. Well, I don't know if they're on, playing all of them there, but they're some. I mean, they're starting out in Canton. So I, well, I guess we can't do a board for that when it's one o'clock. Yeah, it won't be. Maybe the Michigan Panthers yeah. and Philly Stars. All right, so Generals mm. and Maulers. Uh, I thought under looked all right here, but I don't really have a strong opinion. What do you say? I'm going I'm to take the generals. Okay. Generals, New Jersey generals on a road land too. Maulers couldn't uh, couldn't punch it in. They struggled. They did on third down, so they settled for what six, five field goals. Yeah, five field so goals, yeah. I'm going to take the generals, and I'm going under 36 and a half. All right, Michigan Panthers at the Philadelphia Stars, seven o'clock kick on Sunday evening. Uh, the Philadelphia Stars minus three. The total. 41 and a half. I'm going with the Michigan Panthers here, plus the points. I thought they looked good last week. Scored 29 and a win over Houston. Philadelphia did beat Memphis, but I thought that was a pretty close game. So I'm going Michigan. What do you say, Chris? I'm going Michigan and under. All right. Michigan Michigan Panthers and under. All right. So hopefully we'll be able to get a little bit better gauge as these uh, USFL games go on and we start to see who may be decent. uh, Just like we did with the USFL. It it, it was a work in progress. Um, You know, these, these games, actually, last week's games. Point-wise, other than that Pittsburgh game, uh, with there being 3-1 and one to the over, that was the only game that stayed under, was more points than I had expected and more points than there was in the first few weeks last year. And also bookmakers, a little bit more data to go on this year with the, uh, with the coaching uh, tendencies and so forth. Um, so you're able to well, kind of build a power rating that's a little bit more accurate than the last. And series. just going back real quick to the XFL, I think it, it was looking to scores. I, it did all, it, did one of those games go over? They had to be. It was three and one, and the, oh, the, no, the other one play. missed barely. It was, was it the uh, Seattle thirty to twelve? No, it was uh, no wait because uh, it was twenty eight twenty six the DC game. San Antonio was twenty five. Yeah, no, it was yeah, yeah, it was because that was that was forty two. It is forty six yes. and a half. Okay, it's the Sorry. only one. But again, he scored forty points. So I mean, it's not but super low. Like you, you pointed out in previous shows, how those middles started yes. a lot lower, and they they now they're they all into the forties so. almost. Yeah. So you expect yep. probably the same thing with the USFL. Uh, I would say so. I thought week one was a little better offense than I thought, minus that Pittsburgh game. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I would say it's not as easy just to bet the the blind unders as it was last year. So. 
All right, let's switch over to golf. The Zurich Classic go. team event down in New Orleans. Uh, this is interesting. Teams tune up for the uh, PGA coming up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, not not a not a great field, but it's a team event, so you got uh, double scoring, and then you know they they play everybody's best scores here. So you can you're going to see guys shooting in the twenties under par. Uh, it's not not quite like a golf scramble, but well, it's well, pretty Matt, close. If I'm correct. There, there's 82 man teams, right? I believe so. Yeah. And the 80 guys, what are the top? They get to pick their partner. Yes. That's okay. Yes. So, so there'll be a total of 160 golfers. Then after Friday, it'll be knocked down to 33. Correct. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah so and you, they alternate. Yes. Or they're different formats each day. Yes. Different format, scoring format each day. That's why the, uh, the under pars can rack up. This course doesn't play too hard. TPC Louisiana. Defending champions Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley, both of those guys in very good form. They are favored here again Jeez, at huge. three to one. Uh, that's almost unthinkable for golf. Three to one usually at least gets six or seven on John Rahm and Scheffler mm-hmm. and them guys. Uh, but yeah, it's hard to go against Shoffley and Cantley. Yeah. I can't really recommend that. But I'm going to be taking a shot with a couple of teams to maybe knock them off. You never know. Cantley still, uh, you know, struggling off of his bad performance on Sunday last week. He had some very Fucking weird shots that he hit last week. Mm-hmm. Ones that one up against the the uh, railroad ties up against the uh, the water, and, and a couple other ones he hit in the trees, and he was in pine cones and all kinds of things. He could have probably won that tournament. Uh, probably uh, would have made coach a lot happier. Uh, he had Cantley gave it out on the show last week, but uh, yeah, so Cantley and Shoffley going to be hard to stop. I think uh, rightful favorites. Um, another team that I was looking at team has played very well here in the past. Sam Burns and Billy Horschel, they were second last year and fourth the year before that. So uh, fourteen to one, I think, is a very fair price for them. They could easily win this. Sam Burns playing outstanding golf right now. Billy Horschel, uh, he struggled go, a little bit. Go, yeah, been... Billy Horschel's been up and down, but he played bad last week. He's a guy I like to play play back off of a bad round or a bad week because he usually kind of fixes it enough to where he can go shoot a low score. So uh, I would I would recommend maybe taking a shot with them. I also thought uh, Sun J.M. and Keith Mitchell at 12-1 to 1 was pretty fair. Uh, be taking a shot with them. And then a couple of longer shot teams, uh, Nick Taylor and Adam Hadwin, the Canadian guys, 28-1. I'll be going with them. And then uh, Thorbjorn Olsen and Nikolai Hoygaard, 30-1. to 1. Uh, Those guys from uh, Denmark will... Uh, See what they can do. Those are the teams that I like. Chris, anybody stick I out to you? I was looking at uh, Tom, Tom Kim and, and uh, uh, Siwoo uh, Kim. Okay. 14 Kim, to 1. The Kim brothers. They're, 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 they're uh, brothers. No, but they're, they're really good friends. They're both talented. I think yes, uh, and they they're both uh, the only two two winners this season on the same team, I believe, if I read that right. So, yeah. Uh, and, and them and uh, Danny McCarthy and Joel Damon. Okay. I don't know. One. one <laughs> Well, one's a straight well, hitter, one's a good punter. I know, so I, I know uh, mm-hmm. that they've had some success here in the past. Joel Damon's played; he's been in the final group here uh, a couple of times. So, yeah, good picks now, there. So. Did I? And I don't see it on this sheet, but I saw it online, and maybe it was a joke. But is John Daly in this with David Duvall, or was that? Did I? Just... Nah, maybe they are. If they are, I mean, we don't even put them on. Okay, I, I just I thought mean, it was funny yeah, because you know, boy, that'd guy. be a group to follow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, I I know I saw that online before I came down here, but I didn't see it on a sheet. But all right, so Chris giving you uh, the Kims at fourteen yes. to one, and McCarthy and Damon at thirty to one. Yeah, I think those are strong. And picks. I think you were gonna, you might have been my my other guy. Uh, 
Minwoo Lee. Yeah, Minwoo he, out. He's not in. No, he, so I, I don't. I can't follow him this week. But no, they, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this just because the, the the way they have it, the setup and the format it, with, with the foursomes play and then the four ball play. Yeah. Uh, so it, it'll be neat. But so, but expect low scores. Yes. Okay. Yes. Very very into the twenties under par. I would say mm-hmm. so. Yes, you wanna you wanna be looking for that. So if there's any props out there you like for uh, as far as uh, winning score, maybe lower than twenty three under par or something might be might be worth a look. I'd imagine by the time Sunday rolls around, you're gonna be you're gonna be seeing some teams in the twenties and uh, on the back nine, seeing where they can they can take it just a little bit lower to get the win uh, at the Zurich Classic. So. Uh, a couple of things before Sam's set to join us here in about five minutes. Uh, just wanted to reemphasize about these NFL drafts. Just keep an eye out for these prices. I'll try to help you out with that um, on our social media next week. Um, give people updates on what's going on and uh, some picks that maybe we like. I'm sure Coach will dive deep into the draft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll be asleep probably <laughs> yeah. by the first pick. But, well, the uh, first pick usually into about eight fifteen. Yeah, it's, so he's. It's, yeah, big spectacle. Um, yep, so NFL draft. Uh, Indy Carr, we'll talk a little bit more with Sam about that, about last week. They're off this week. Uh, F1s are also off. Azerbaijani Grand Prix is next Sunday. Uh, AFL roundup real quick. Uh, Geelong finally won again, or actually not finally won again, but they make it two in a row. They're two and three now. St. Kilda took their first loss of the season. I actually had a good week in AFL last week. Had some some good, uh, good picks. They had the... Uh, the uh, Adelaide Footy Festival, where all the teams played in Adelaide, that that created some some serious home food advantages for a few of the teams, and also some crazy bad weather uh, and some torn up fields, which was pretty fun. Uh, I enjoyed the uh, the games last week more than even most weeks. They were very high and uh, contested games, really really good action, uh, weather involved, all kind of fun stuff. Uh, so I'll be looking forward to trying to give you some winners there. Uh, right now, uh, St. Kilda, as I said, they're four and one top of the table. They're sixteen to one to win the grand final. I wouldn't recommend that. They did cover last week against Collingwood in the loss. That was a game that I had tipped. They were like a fourteen and a half point dog. So I thought that was a uh, just too many points. Uh, Geelong's now seven to one to win the grand final. I still think they're dangerous. They're, they do have some guys hurt though, uh, which could be a problem. Melbourne are the favorites at four to one. Uh, they lost to the Bombers last week, and Essendon is playing really good. And I have one hundred four to sixty-seven. That's six hundred and seventy-seven. <laughs> yeah, so they lost to the Bombers. Uh, Bombers are playing really good right now. I don't know if that's a product of their schedule or what, but uh, in the Lions, Brisbane, a team I don't like at all. They're five to one to win it. I wouldn't take them. They can't win on the road. Uh, very good at home, terrible on the They're road. Brisbane Lions, yes, yes, very exciting team. They got if, if West Virginia fans or anybody that watches this is a Mountaineer, they're one of their good goal scorers. Charlie Cameron actually plays "Country Roads" as his goal scoring song. So uh, you hear, oh, you hear cool. like sixty thousand Brisbane they, they people singing, singing. Like yeah, yeah, drunk so, and, and he's a really good player, uh, Charlie Cameron. So yeah, but uh, yeah, Brisbane's cool. What uh, brought you to Brisbane home game is pretty fun. They, they're very good at home just don't have the same energy on the road. It's weird how some teams don't travel. They never win the free balls with their rock winner and stuff, so they struggle to have possession. But uh, All right, and then for this week, uh, it's round six already. Hard to believe. But, uh, uh, it, it, either Port Adelaide is awesome or West Coast Eagles suck. Well, a little bit of both. I mean, Port Adelaide is not 40, awesome. West Coast uh, is, is they, not a good team. They're one and four. 
Port Adelaide is a team that's very good at home. They actually they have not had to leave home for a couple of weeks. They, with the with the footy festival in Adelaide last week, they played uh, at home. Uh, the, yeah, the power will be the team. I'm going to back the power in that game. I think they'll win the game by about sixty or fifty mm. or seventy five. Also, like the game that's over. crazy. But uh, yeah, the points rack up in a hurry. Uh, last week I gave Geelong out. They were given like thirty seven or something, and they ended up covering. Uh, sometimes you get a slow start in these games and you, you think you're in trouble, but the points can come quick when the teams get momentum. That is a Friday game that Chris mentioned, Port Adelaide hosting West Coast. 11.45 if you're up late. Yes, that's so perfect time if you're up late. Uh, uh, drinking, come home. Yeah, it's a, it'll be a fun game to watch. Uh, Port Adelaide will put it on them pretty good. But, uh, you know, West Coast, they're so bad on transition and their defense. And if you watch this sport, and I, I'd always like to get people's opinions who are new to it, it has – it kind of reminds you of basketball, football, hockey, baseball. It has little things of about – intricacies of, like, all different sports, like, encompassing the mm-hmm. one, so, which makes it really cool. It's got, like, fast break type stuff from basketball and, like, hockey type rush where, where you're, like, in transition. You have baseball where you're having guys having to go up at the high point of balls. Same with football where you got wide receivers. Uh, yeah, and just being able to target guys with your feet, which is just remarkable. Uh, so, really cool sport to watch. It Played like, by real men. Yes. They real don't get hurt. fucking men. The, the reviews are like five seconds long. It's awesome. When they review a goal, it's like immediate. Uh, mm-hmm. Referees don't get involved a lot. It's great. Western at Fremantle also on Friday. That's an early game, 6, 10 a.m. Uh, I like Western. They've been a scrappy team. They're uh, getting two and a half from Fremantle. I'm going to take Western and the under of 166 and a half. On Saturday, GWS in Brisbane. GWS hosts Brisbane. As, as I said, Brisbane, not a great road team. I'll be taking GWS, Greater Western Sydney Giants, plus the 18 and a half, and the under 164 and a half in that game. I just don't trust Brisbane on the road to be able to cover that spread. Sydney Swans at the Geelong Cats. It's a 5.25 a.m. Saturday morning game. Uh, Geelong starting to kick it in gear a little bit, but again, they lost two of their good offensive players last week, so I'm a little concerned about that. I'm going to lean to the under here and probably take the Cats, but I don't love that bet. Uh, later on Saturday night, 11-10 Eastern Time, Adelaide Crows and the Hawthorne Hawks. Hawthorne is just terrible. Uh, Adelaide laying 22.5 on the road, total 174.5. I'm going to go with the under in that game. Well, I wanted to break that up because I saw it was a 22.5 uh, favorite Adelaide but with the nicknames, you got Adelaide Crows and Hawthorne Hawks. Yeah. In a fight, who's usually going to win? A, a Hawk, Hawk will win that. Yeah. Okay. Hawk will win the battle. But, but they're not going to win this They ain't going to win this battle. Okay. Although Adelaide <laughs> hasn't left Adelaide, like the home in Adelaide. They played two home games and they played Port so Adelaide. Right. And then they played the, all the home games last week. So they've been at home for four straight weeks. It's the first road game they've played. Then I'm taking the Hawks. <laughs> hey, 22, 22 and a half. You never know. Well, the Hawks are tough. They're a tough <laughs> watch. All right. All and right. then Sunday, St. Kilda, the league leaders at Carlton. Uh, Carlton one and a half total one sixty one and a half. People are still a little bit skeptical of uh, of St Kilda, but uh, I, I I don't know. Uh, they, Carlton doesn't score a lot. Only only uh, Western Bulldogs have scored less than them. So I'm tipping the under here one sixty one and a half. I like that game under. Going to go with that one. The Saints and the Blues. Uh, North Melbourne and Gold Coast. That's two forty a.m. Sunday morning. Gold Coast, a team I was high on in the beginning of the year. They've had a lot of problems, a lot of injuries. They're just one and four, but I like them here. The Kangas are horrible. Seventeen and a half. Gold Coast lays at home. I is, think they get the job done. Is Gold Coast owned by the Gold, 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 Gold 
Gold Coast, Coast Mall. Mall. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where they got that name for the Gold Coast Mall. Maybe Gold... we can go there and get some Gold Coast Sun gear. Yeah, I got a Gold Coast Sun shirt, but yeah, I don't think it's going to help them win. <laughs> they do get their uh, their Ruckman back. I think his name's Wits. He'll be back, their big man in the center. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they can keep possession uh, you know, on the bounces. And uh, That's going to be a tough watch here at 2.40 a.m. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're up, who knows, doing a couple lines of Coke, right. uh, popping on the TV. <laughs> All right, and then Monday, Monday morning football, 5.25 a.m., Richmond Tigers in the Melbourne Demons. The Demons 21.5, total 174.5. Like the over a little bit in this game. little lean towards Melbourne. Richmond, another team I don't trust on the road. And then a game that was not on my sheet, but I wrote it down because I couldn't get a line on it till late. Uh, it's a Tuesday game. Uh, the Bombers, as I mentioned, are playing well, 4-1. and one. They play Collingwood. And I'm going to go with the under 172.5 in that game. Essendon, a 14.5 point favorite there. Injuries ravaging both teams there. So under is the play. All right. So that does it for our AFL tips. Again, I'll put them on Twitter as the uh, weekend starts so you can get those in. Hopefully you enjoy them and win a few. All right. We're going to take a break here on BLS. We're going to be back talking racing, NBA, and MLB with our man Sam. You're listening to Better's Last Name with Matt and Chris. We'll be right back. Reminder, Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back in. Better's Last Stand, Chris, Matt, and now we're joined by the man Sam up north. His bucko's rolling again. What is it, 12-1 to now? 12-2? 12-1. 12-1. Pirates over the Rockies. Uh, things are rolling right now. We're going we're gonna to start by talking uh, MLB with you, Sam. Uh, Pirates right now, a 10-1 to you can get them to make the playoffs. Do you feel comfortable with that bet? I'm getting more comfortable. Yeah, man. <laughs> I like there's so much. I mean, they've played what, like almost 20 games. There's a hundred, you know, yeah, hundred plus left. Go. There's <laughs> so much left. I I do like what I see, though. I cannot lie. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. Uh, they're a little better than I expected. I don't know how long it'll continue. Pitching still worries me a little bit. Uh, Rockies are the Rockies made Bad. Rich Hill look good. <laughs> Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Chris, what are your thoughts? You're you're pretty gung ho about these Buckos, right? right now. They they're in, in, another surprise. I don't know if it's a surprise, but their bullpens really performed yes, well. Other than that, Will Crow and his fucking oh head game. God. They got a, they got a DFA Will Crow. He's yeah. Will Crow is my new Kevin Newman. <laughs> oh, and Newman's playing good for the Reds. Oh. I know. I know. <laughs> There's not no. many more boring players than Kevin Newman, though. But anyway, no. hey, did you see last night when Ben Hart took that? shot off his ass and then oh game. yeah oh uh-huh. yeah he still got the guy up but... he's probably unavailable today they don't they won't need him. <laughs> yeah. 12, well 12 yeah one. so they got a break but no i they they've been fun they've been fun to watch uh, Cutch, they're, they're another exciting. homer today uh yeah g one's exciting he gets on base hey did uh, g man Choi get hurt somebody say that i don't know what's going on with him i heard he I got just... hurt but I don't know. He might have got hurt. I don't know. He hasn't he, played, so I don't know how he got hurt. Korean barbecue. Yeah. And got well, hurt. you know what? Another thing, and, and, I, and I, a lot of us feel the same way about this guy, but if he could ever hit 
like 260, 270 with some pop, they'll be a hell of a lot better, and that's Hayes. If, if yeah. Hayes, but he's just... That's a big ass, Chris. I know it is, because he's had, he's had over a 1,000 bats in his career now, and he and really hasn't shown any uh, proficiencies in hitting for average or hitting for power. For for a guy he's, playing a corner He's good in the field, field though. He's oh, good I'm, in the field. That's the, that's the thing right I'll now. I'll keep it up. He needs to keep it up. The pool is weight. So, all right, Sam. So, <laughs> other thoughts outside of the Pirates? Uh, who who's a team uh, from last week since we last talked to you? Who looked good this week to you at MLB? Any any teams that are starting to look sneaky good? Maybe teams you could take uh, take a little shot on bet wise. I mean, I'm still liking our our D backs. Yeah. Uh, I have a player though, and I, Matt, I texted you this a couple weeks ago. Adley Rutschman for that yes. MVP. Yes, it's not insane. I, it's not insane. When I texted you it, it was a little insane because yeah, it was well, his first full season. You know, he's not a lot really to go off good. of. But yeah, and like I said, when Posey won it in 12, 2012 or whatever, his stats were not that no. numerically impressive. Yeah, so only, I definitely think it's possible. So here's what can happen there, and I think it was what was it when you when you saw it fifty to one or something thirty? Yeah, yeah, 50 it was pretty high. It was yeah, pretty so high. around fifty to one. But here's what needs to happen if you like that bet. Uh, Judge goes on the DL for an extended period, and Shohei gets traded to the National League to the Mets or something. No, I'm asking a lot. I'm asking. <laughs> hey, a but lot, that but could it, both of those could happen. I mean, Judge prior to last year was hurt every year of his career, mm-hmm. extended time. So, and Stanton, he started the injury train for the Yankees. So, yeah. he strained yeah, he something won. the other day, so he's hurt. And yeah, now, now Judge. Will yeah, he's fall. always hurt. But Rushman, that yeah. kid. If you haven't seen him yet, folks. Uh, and I'm not just saying it because I like the Orioles. He's really, really good uh, all around. He's good defensively. He can hit all fields. He's he's just a great player. He's going to be uh, outstanding. Uh, he'll be he'll be playing probably for the Dodgers or the Mets in a few years, but uh, yeah, hopefully no hopefully not. But uh, yeah, Orioles uh, hopefully can capitalize where they got him. But good find by you, Sam, because he is really really good. Uh, let me hey, I actually Sam, have a he's off to a good start. Right now. What do you got? I have a number. I have a number for tonight. I just looked at it right now, and I'll forget it if I don't say it. Okay, go. Corey Kluber, under four and a half innings pitched, is plus one twenty-five. Yeah, probably a great bet. Corey Kluber this year is zero and three. He's thirty-seven years old with a six-nine-two ERA. Yeah, and the Red Sox uh, haven't done much to help any of their pitchers. Uh, their pitching is just really bad, um, and and those yeah. games in Fenway Park have tended to be uh, over type games. So yeah, I think that's uh, a, a high scoring game where he gets knocked out fast. Uh, good yeah. good call there. Um, tell me if I'm overreacting here, but I don't really think the Dodgers are that good. What do you say? I don't either. I don't either. I think they're old. Yeah. To be honest. And their lineup. It's like Turner's gone. Turner's gone. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like they lost a like lot. All like all those stable Kershaw, guys. Kershaw, Martinez. And like Bellinger. I mean, he was such a key to their, their team. I know he didn't he didn't play that well last year and the year before that. But, I mean, we played a good center field even when he, you know, when it wasn't hitting. But, yeah, I feel like they've lost a lot of pieces. I don't think they've replaced them very well. And I don't think their pitching staff. I'm hoping Michael Grove, he ought to be able to stay in their rotation the whole year, if you ask me. He hasn't looked bad at all. No. No, I hope. But yeah, the Dodgers are are not looking great. Like the D backs and Padres are definitely. Well, I feel my the two same way the though. About, I, 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 the Padres don't impress me at all. They I, haven't I done much why. yet. I, I mean, agree. They're, Chris. they're eight. They're eight no. and eleven. Yeah. And they, they got a. I think a they'll get it going though. I think they'll get it going. I think they're just a slow start. I think Tatis will come back. I think they'll be Manny Machado, notoriously a slow starter. Juan Soto, notoriously a slow starter. Once these guys get cranking in the June, I look for the Padres to really put a move on. When, when's Tatis do? 
Uh, he's, pl- he's doing minor league assignments now, right, okay. Sam? Very yeah. soon. Yeah. So I think he hit three home runs the other day in a minor league Yeah, he did. Game. He did. <laughs> so, yeah, so he'll be back. Uh, I still worry about their pitching. I think they'll go out and get maybe another arm because I just can't trust Darvish and Snell. Uh, that's that's never going to work. And uh, the Giants really struggling. Uh, wow. They just don't have much. D-backs are the team in that division is the most dangerous. Rockies suck. But uh, I I think uh, I think the Padres and I think it could be Padres D backs on top of that division. But when it's all said and done, but we'll see. How about another team, Sam? I want to ask you about who I think is in serious trouble are the Phillies. I think they got a lot of problems. I don't like what I'm seeing yeah. from them at all. Yeah, I don't I don't like it either. I don't like the contracts that they've given out. They're just comical. They are, and they're absolutely comical. And and Aaron Nola to me is not really an ace. And he's he's no. his contracts due the end of this year. I don't think they'll sign him. Uh, if they do, they would overpay for him. So they'll probably trade him at the trade deadline if they fall out of it. I don't see much from the Phillies. Uh, I saw they were working Bryce Harper at first base, Chris, uh, to try to fill in uh, for Hoskins, and then the guy that was replacing him got hurt. So uh, could be a tough year for the Phillies. Yeah, eight, yeah, eight and eleven uh, now, and they're, yeah, they already have a minus thirteen run differential. They're, it's going to be a long year for Philly. I feel like there's a lot of bad teams. I think the Braves are very good. Uh, Astros are going to be there the whole time. What do you think about the Cardinals, Sam? They they haven't played well either, and their pitching's been very subpar. Yeah, it didn't look great, man. It didn't like honestly. They remind me a little bit of the Dodgers. They're kind of like old. They are. They are. Like they have they have some good players like Goldschmidt's. You know. Yeah, their corner infield is awesome. Him and Arenado. I mean, yeah, those are two great players. But pitching's not good enough. Bullpen. Wainwright, Contreras. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Miles Mikolas and then Flaherty. He's coming off injury. He hasn't been very good. And then, like you said last time, Liotier being out of there is a big loss to them. Big adjustment. Yeah, it's Just huge. getting used huge. to not having him. He's like having a manager on the field for every game for however many years he played. Just, you know, as far back as you can remember. Who is the last catcher that you remember, Chris, for the Cardinals? Mike Matheny before Liotier Molina took over. Oh. Yeah, Matheny was one of them. Yeah, and then just, and then you know, just the way baseball's been over the years. Like, I, I mean, I remember back in the eighties, you know, they Daryl Porter and guys like that, Ted Simmons. But then, it, <laughs> but yeah, but it, yeah, Mike Matheny and then Yadier. Yeah, it seems like that's all there's been. Uh, Sam, anybody uh, American League that that looks better than you thought, worse than you thought? I'm a little worried about the Guardians, but I always say that they just can never hit. They they won again today. They won today finally a yeah. uh, low scoring game again. They they're hitting worries me, but they they always have the pitching and defense. It seems like to make the playoffs. I don't have anything that like really worries me. I'm looking at like the Astros though. It's like you know, let's pick it up. Start showing me the the type of team you actually are. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, like that that AL West is just the Rangers are in the lead. You know, I never yeah. saw that. They're they're one of the teams that I saw that I think are a little bit better and watching a few of their games. I feel like they've uh they they're definitely well managed now with Bruce Bochy. I think that's made uh them very stable. Uh the Rays obviously started out great. They've shown, you know, signs of vulnerability. They won big today against the Reds, which is a surprise. Uh but uh yeah, I mean now they'll be solid. I I don't I don't love them. I don't love the Yankees either. I don't think the Yankees hit well enough. Mm-hmm. I, I don't love their pitching. I just don't I don't know. I don't, I just don't think the Yankees are built to win the World Series. I don't think they're good enough. I don't either. But like do the White Sox just fucking suck? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're disappointed. Honestly, yeah. what's up with that? Yeah, everybody blamed Tony Larusa last year for how bad they sucked. 
But now he's gone, and they still suck. Their bullpen is... He was, sl- he was sleeping in the dugout, wasn't yeah, right, he? Right, he was, yeah. I think I might be, too. Yeah, White Sox have yeah, not, been, not been impressive at all. But uh, All right, well, that'll, we'll talk more MLB as uh, as the season goes on, obviously. Uh, let's let's shift over to, to your other favorite sport, NBA playoffs. What, do you, yeah, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, is there any team that has a full roster of actually healthy players? Because every night seems like another guy gets hurt. Thoughts overall? No, I don't... I don't think so, but I'm loving it. I'm loving a couple of things. I like that they're lighting the beam up in Sacktown. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that I don't think that series is over in the slightest. Right. Like they're the four time NBA champions. Yeah. But I do think that the Kings are they're they're pretty legit. Yeah, the Kings were uh overlooked, I feel like. I don't think they should have been an underdog in that series. Um and that was a you know, I tipped that out on the on the show and on our social last week about uh about them in the series, I just thought they were getting no respect at plus two twenty five. I took them and I took them plus a game and a half. As you said, the series far from over. But Draymond Green stomping on people and acting like an idiot uh, once again. He puts his team at a disadvantage. Their best defender now gone for the next game. Yeah, to no surprise though. I no. mean, to no surprise. <laughs> Absolutely zero surprise. Well, and then you talked about them being underdogs, Matt. I mean. Uh... The Warriors, one of the worst road teams in all of basketball, yeah. and, and and you know with, with with Draymond doing what Draymond does. I mean, wasn't that early in the preseason he punched that Jordan Poole yeah, in the face, he knocked his own guy out. I yeah. mean, yep. Angry. He's, he's the Vontez perfect of the NBA. <laughs> yes, he is, and he gave LeBron a title by doing that stupid thing a few years ago. Oh yeah, hit him in yep. the balls yeah. or something, and yeah, changed the whole series. Mm-hmm. They, they, that was a sweep. It was going to be a sweep, and yeah. the moron couldn't contain himself. And I can't believe the one thing about Curry and Clay Thompson—they're pretty respectable guys. Why in the world they elected to keep him okay. instead of Kevin Durant? I'll never understand. I don't know. Unless no Durant wanted to leave, I, I don't know how. Well, I think that, he did because of Draymond, though. I bet if he, I bet if they'd have said we'll get rid of Draymond, you can stay. He, they, he well, would. And, you know, stay. The, the other thing about the guy too is okay, you do that, but then the crowd's booing you. Then He's, you got to be making all right. these gestures like bring it on, get me. Yeah. Just walk off the fucking court and keep your mouth his shut. His explanation afterwards was embarrassing, too. Oh, about talking about his yeah, foot. Said, I, his... I don't have a place to put it down. Well, you're already down, and then he picked it up and stomped on the guy. And they say Savonis has like a maybe bruised ribs or something mm-hmm. now, so amazing. Just incredible. Jaw Morant hurt. Sam, uh, Giannis hurt. I, I he might not play tonight. Jeez. Uh, and now the Lakers are It's so much is going win. on. Like. That game one of that 76er series, Harden looks like he's MVP Harden right. next game. Like, what, nine points? Yeah. Yeah, he, he didn't, but didn't. But they said he played matter. pretty well, though, the other night because he, he didn't. He, he uh, Or maybe it was game one, but he wasn't hogging the basketball, didn't take a shit ton of shots. And they said he actually, at least for him, by his standards, played relatively good defense. Mm. Yeah, and I noticed I that, that in that. In, I don't know what that means. Well, yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> right. He didn't get blown by every hey, time, I but, guess. But, Sam, real quick, you talk about uh, guys and their availability and and, and not playing, uh, even though they're not in the playoffs, but we're talking about Zion. Because Matt was talking about that guy that got 75 stitches in his face for hockey and come back in the game and played. And Zion is pretty much healthy, and so he couldn't help his he team. He was doing tomahawk yeah, dunks in the warm-ups. And, and like, you know, I, I don't get it, but, but anyway. But totally the, the, these NBA guys, wow. They're, they're, yeah. they're temperamental 100, guys. 114 games in his career. <laughs> he's played or missed? He's played 114 that's, games that's in his career. That's barely over that's, one season. Like, it, almost, yeah. 
And and some guys who would go deep into playoffs would almost play that in one season. Yeah, you could probably play a hundred games. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah this like LeBron, probably... LeBron's LeBron's played that like eight straight seasons. Right, right. Well, that's probably is Zion what his fourth season now? Yeah, he yeah. got drafted in twenty nineteen was his first year. Yeah. So that's just do that times eighty two. Yeah, just do that and, times and 82 think about minus. The Pelicans, I mean, not that he's any healthier, but they got rid of Anthony Davis so they could bring him in. Like, that was what their whole thing was. Like, and they were going to part ways and then they're going to get the next big And star. he's not trying to help these guys. I mean, even when he's pretty much healthy, he's not sticking around when it's time for. To, no, we, no, he'll, he'll be out of, there. Him out of town. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for you, New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> at least you got a XFL t- or a, a USFL team. Yeah, the Breakers. Yeah. yeah, look out. Yeah, no isn't Breakers. That, isn't that great? Hey, uh, Sam, uh, now I want to get Chris's thoughts. Thoughts on the Cavs and Knicks series so far? Good series. I think it goes seven. Uh, what do you think? I love it. I was watching that. I was watching that game yesterday. I love it, man. I think the Cavs are good, very, very good. I love Garland. I love the calmness of the big man that they have. He's just very like mature for his young age. It yeah. seems. Yeah. It's not like a stupid ass Rudy Gobert, <laughs> my least favorite big man ever. Yeah. But no, I, I think I think the Cavs are in a good spot. I think they're going to beat the Knicks. What do you think, Chris? You feel better after last night, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I do. I, I was disappointed with the way Mobley played in the first game uh, around the basket. I thought it was a lot of chances that he he just couldn't convert for a guy that's 6'11 with long arms. But uh, they made a good uh, a, a good rebound last night and pretty much dominated that game from start to finish. And the Knicks were awful, just like I thought the Cavs were awful in game right. one, even though they still had a chance to win that game. So and I even when we talked about it before the playoffs start, I thought this was one of the yeah probably the really intriguing uh, matchup with these two teams. They're kind of even. They go to the Garden. Yeah, and that, that's going to be crazy up there. That'll be. Geez, how about the how about those fans though? They play at the exact same time last night. The Rangers and the Knicks, and now they're both coming back home for home games coming up. Well, I mean, they got one more in New Jersey. But right. Man, man how would you like to be the crew at that place? That's, man, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Like, He's smoking a lot of cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of energy drinks and cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Or worse. But I, I think <laughs> the Cavs have a, a, a better backcourt, which might give them the edge. Definitely. definitely. But, but, I, but I do like that Brunson. Yeah, he's a solid player. He really is. I think Dallas. Yeah, I think, I think he's good. One, one series that I don't know what's going to happen is the Minnesota-Denver. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I think Denver is way better, but there's something about Denver. I'm not sure. It's almost like Denver's kind of like maxed out earlier in the season, and they're not playing their best right now. T Wolves are just—you just never know. They could look great one night and then just look horrible the next. Uh, similar to the Hawks, I guess. Uh, that series probably done with. Uh, what do you What do you make of the Suns and Clippers? Think the Suns are going to be okay now? I hope because I don't like the Clippers at all. Yeah. Yeah, They're like one of my least favorite teams. Yeah, uh, Chris Paul finally got his win with Scott Foster as a referee last night, so that's a good sign for the uh, for the Suns. What about Bucks Heat? That's weird now with Giannis now, you know, questionable. The Heat, who played incredibly good on offense in Game One for a team who sucks on offense, <laughs> I still think the Bucks would maybe win the game tonight even without Giannis. But I don't know. What do you? What do you? Yeah. Think? Oh, I think I think the Bucks are better. I like the team that the Bucks have. There's like the Jalen Carters. The yeah. You they know. do got a pretty good roster of like depth guys that I think are experienced enough that they can survive a game without Giannis and then getting back. But I mean, he fell and bruised his fucking tailbone. He should just play, just play, man. Yeah, Milwaukee will win that game. Back. You talking about the kid from WVU? Yeah, you Jalen Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Javon or no? What's or his? Javon Carter? Javon, Javon Carter's yeah. the guy that's getting drafted. Yeah. yeah, the guy with the receding hairline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah. And then uh, is that is that all the series that we? Hey, I, I have the, the Zion number. He has missed two hundred and fourteen career games no, so that's far. Just, that's inexcusable. That's Did you? It's embarrassing. Well, you already said Atlanta's probably done. Yeah, They're Philly I mean, and Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, and that one's probably toast too. Maybe Brooklyn steals one game at home. What do you think, Sam? Philly's rolling pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah Philly seems good. They definitely seem good. I think Atlanta sucks. They're, they're, they're bad. And, and I feel – who's their coach? Quinn Snyder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why he did he accept that? He yeah. is so stupid for taking that job. They fired naming Millen for him. I don't think he's really helped much, but – No. Eh, whatever. All right. Yeah. That'll do it for NBA talk, I think, for now. Uh, we'll keep you posted on anything else that we like throughout the uh, playoffs and the series. Uh, so be sure and check it out on social media at the Pine Room Podcast. All right, Sam, now it's time to get down to what we really like to talk about. Go for it, Racing. Now. Let's go. All right, Talladega this week, uh, Martinsville last week. First, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, we talked about Hendrick being really good at Martinsville, how they've been on a serious roll, and they don't disappoint again. Although, I think with a few more laps left, my boy Marty Truax was charging he hard. It. I know. And, uh, I know. He caught again, that caution. He uh, caught that caution. Yes. After the stupid pit road speeding penalty, though. Again, unforced errors by his team continue to be a problem for him. Uh, but I like what I saw out of his car. Larson uh, picks it up, takes a, overtakes Logano. Thought Logano was going to spin him a few times, but uh, Larson definitely had the better car, so I'm, I'm kind of glad that he didn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, you you had uh, some guys right up in the mix there: Logano, Hamlin, Briscoe. Those were good calls. Uh, none of us did particularly great. None of us had Larson probably because of his price. It's just hard to give him out because he's just such a low price every single week. But uh, observations from Martinsville: What do you think overall? Yeah, a lot of a lot of what you said is pretty accurate. I mean, Larson, that was his second short track win in the three they just ran, which is kind of, to me, I definitely didn't see that coming. Uh, a Ricky Stenhouse Jr., that's back-to-back top tens. Yeah. Definitely. Unthinkable. Definitely not something. Right. And then you get somebody like Ryan Priest. He gets the pole. He finishes 15. My guy, Byron, finishes 23rd. Yeah, he didn't have a good like, car. He, did, he, he was, he was no. never right all day, I didn't feel like. No, but it's like Truex, that's top 10 two weeks in a row for him. And like Briscoe, he led 71 laps of this race. So a lot of the things that I was looking at, they did happen in the race. Like Briscoe ran well there last year. He ran well there this year. Like the Larson thing I didn't see coming, but I I like the race. One thing I would like to point out, though, is they wasted 16 laps uh, drying pit road. They went around Martinsville 16 times drying. That's embarrassing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I don't know why I had to take that long either, but yeah, that's not that's not a common thing. Sixteen uh, laps that if my guy Truex might have had, he might have been able to track him down. Uh, who knows? But uh, all right, so shift we go from uh, one of the shortest tracks to one of the biggest tracks, Talladega, the Super Speedway, our second one of these of the year. Uh, well, actually, I guess if you could kind of count Atlanta, but uh, next to Daytona. Uh, this is a race that it gives us a lot of options from a betting standpoint, more so than, than most. Uh, a lot of guys in the mix here. Uh, let's see. I think Chase Elliott and who is the other one that won? Oh, uh, uh, Ross Chastain. Yeah, they were the winners at Talladega last year. Uh, obviously, you could play that out, uh, those two races, and there could be 20 different uh, outcomes with the way things go. Uh, early thoughts. Who, who are some of the guys you're looking at in uh, – you know what do you what do you think about this race? Uh, you know what it's going to shape up like here at the Geico 500 on Sunday. Yeah. So when I was crunching these numbers here, there are three numbers that stood out to me that I saw repeatedly. That was the 38, the 43, 
in the 34. The, Gilliland has two yep. top tens. McDowell has two top ten or three top tens, excuse me. And Eric Jones has two top tens <laughs> in these last four races that have been ran here. And those, then yeah. it's a super speedway. I definitely can see those numbers, you know, popping up in that top ten with there's fifty to go, thirty to go. Yes. Um, I, I had the same thing. I had all three of those guys as, as super speedway. Immediately, when I know we're going to Daytona or Talladega, I'm immediately looking at guys like this. Uh, Eric Jones, 28 to 1. Todd Gilliland, you can find him anywhere between 60 and 90 to 1. Uh, Michael McDowell, uh, about 30 to 1 or upward, uh, which, you know, his price has been cut drastically since he won the Daytona 500 a few years <laughs> ago. Is. If he wouldn't have won that, he'd, he'd be like at least 60 to 1. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse is always a good plate racer, although I feel like he used his luck chip up, and at 20 to 1, I probably will pass on him. Uh, what about some of the guys, the big name guys? Who are, who are any of them that you think could contend this week? Uh, I'll be anxious to see what you think of Chase Elliott's odds here. I think Elliott could do pretty well. I mean, like you said, he, he won the second race there last year. Uh, Chastain is a name I keep seeing. He was first, fourth, and then third the year before. So he is a top 10 driver at this track. I think Chastain can get up in there easily. I mean, I see, I see the 11 a lot here. I see two years of Denny finishing in the top 10. Yeah. But he hasn't had a great year either. Right. He's doing a lot of lot of bitching. <laughs> he really yeah. is. Being an owner, that's a tough time, tough life for him, I guess. Dealing with bubble. Yeah. Yeah, but honestly, Matt, those number the thirty eight, forty three, and the thirty four. There's just something about them. I think if any of those, if you can find a number that you like, you can you could make some money. Yeah, I do. Th- I, I do think so. No, I agree. And I said this on our race preview show way back uh, whenever it was when we did that. How long ago was that? Uh, I guess it would have been in February, right before the uh, the five hundred. Eric Almirola gets ignored at these races. Uh, he's not. Yep. He he's. I mean, he's as solid a plate racer as there is. Talladega, he hasn't had quite the luck he's had at Daytona. But at 28 to 1, I'll definitely be using him. Austin Sindrick, another great plate racer. 25 to 1. Austin Dillon, 28 to 1. These are all guys I'll be playing. And then Ryan Priest. Ryan Priest, always in contention at these super speedways. Uh, had a chance to win at Talladega a few years ago, much to my chagrin, as I had him a 500 to 1 in an in race bet. Uh, and he almost. Uh, I was actually that race, if you remember, Chris. Denny Hamlin went. He cheated and went down below the line. Yes, and they didn't penalize him for, it, and he ended up beating Priest. Uh, I had, had Jub talked into that bet. Jub was Jub had like a five dollar bet to win like twenty five hundred bucks or something. He was pretty pumped too, so uh, it didn't work out. And then I think of the top guys. Uh, oh, and Justin Haley, another guy too, great plate racer. He's fifteenth and a twelfth the last two at Talladega, so I wouldn't count him out at about thirty to one. AJ Allmendinger's run well here in the Xfinity series. He could be yep. worth a look. Uh, Ryan Blaney, a guy of the top guys. Uh, he's so due to win. He's overdue to win. He's ran well here. He's won here before. I'm going to take a shot with him this week as my top out of the top tier drivers. And then in the mid to second tier, going to give a shot with Brad Kozlowski. I think he's ah, due to get back. Is that your guy? Was that going to be your pick? I was going to say, <laughs> we didn't bring him up yet. Uh, yeah. I think he can do it, man. I was, and I hands up. I was the hater. Yeah. I was I the guy, Matt. I said Last he needs year. to just retire. Right. Right. I can't even believe I uttered those words. I know. I know. He's oh, looked, he's looked so strong. Bad. Chris, what are, you, what are your thoughts so far? On, Three on guys I have on here. I mean, oh, so far? Or like, yeah, just like what anybody you like this week at Tyler. Uh, three guys I have highlighted. One guy I can't stand, but I think he did. And you know who that is. Oh, Baba? Yeah. 
right, uh, Austin Sindrick was with twenty five to one. Yes. Ricky Stenhouse and then uh, Bubba, I, he's twenty to one, and, and I, he won there before in a rain shortened, didn't he? Yeah, it was a joke. Yeah, I know. It was, it was literally I, it just to me. It, it just like feels one sprinkle an hour. Right, exactly. So those are the three guys. I I, I still root for the uh, the the young guys. Uh, who was it? Uh, Gregson and uh, Ty Gibbs. Yeah, Gregson's got to win there in Xfinity. He could. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's just so hard for these guys to adjust. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, he's been struggling. Yeah, he has. He has. And Ty Gibbs obviously separating himself. Uh, Sam, what do you see out of the Hendrick cars of Byron and Bowman this week? I think. Like on, on when I'm looking at this card, I see Bowman was ninth last year, but I just think Byron is strong. Yeah, I think Byron just has the stronger car. I just think he's the best driver right now at Hendrick. You know, depending on how Elliott continues to rebound, because he was my pick to win it all, so he better. Yeah, no, and I think I think that was a good showing for Elliott last week. A track he's done well at, battles out of top ten. Martinsville is a grueling track on the guys' bodies too, so that's a tough one to come back to. Uh, and then you get to go to this thing. So <laughs> next, uh, all right, let me ask you about uh, Kevin Harvick. Uh, didn't have a great week last week. Uh, uncharacteristically poor for him, uh, which some guys would love to finish where he finished. But uh, do you see him? He's thirty to one. I don't know. He's never been a great plate racer. And then Kyle Busch, non factor last week, didn't look good. What'd yeah, non-factor, and I think he finished he finished third here in the race last year. So he could do it, but yeah, he's he's been kind of off since he had that win earlier in the year. Yeah. But and like then, a name a name I'm not sure is Christopher Bell. Yeah, Christopher Bell is a name. 2021, he finished fifth in one of those races, and I just feel like I always see his name yeah. up there when when he gets to those final laps. So he's a very well-rounded racer. I, I think yeah. him and the guy you just mentioned, William Byron. Very good on short tracks, good on road courses, especially Bell. And, uh, you know, he did the dirt track. I mean, he get the win at the dirt track. I mean, he's he's very, you know, well-rounded, I think. And, again, he contends in these plate races all the time as well. He's always in the top ten right up in the mix. Um, Martin Truex, not a great plate racer. I'll, I won't be taking a shot on him. But I know he's getting close to being able to win. And, as you mentioned, Denny Hamlin, always strong. Joey Logano, you can never count these guys out. Uh, what do you think of the – penalty that Austin Dillon's team got is pretty severe. Uh, he got yes. docked a ton of points. Uh, and just, yeah, I mean, just a devastating penalty. He lost his crew chief for two weeks, or Jesus. I think. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah. I, and I don't know if that's, if maybe his team was trying to pull a fast one and Kyle Busch's didn't, and that's why his car wasn't good. I don't know. This is weird last week. What'd you think of that? Yeah, NASCAR's throwing around a lot of weird penalties. They are. Like teams appealing, getting, uh, you know, these penalties getting taken away. Like Hendricks get taken away. Colleagues get, gets more, then they get taken away. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's like, and I keep reading that these people are, these drivers are getting pissed about this car. And yeah. Dale Jr.'s pissed about it. And it's like, oh, what's going on, man? We're another year. We're not happy about another, the car again. Yeah. It's politics, I guess. I'll tell you what, one thing, and I know all those criticisms are valid for those teams and about the cars. But as far as a fan standpoint and a better standpoint, it's been great. There's been a wide variety of winners. There's been a lot of exciting finishes so far, I think. Um, minus the Bristol dirt, I'll get rid of that. But the tracks have lived up to, mostly to, up to expectations. Uh, I, I've been, I've been pleased so far. Yeah, me too. I have no complaints. I mean, the worst thing that's happened in these cars, I guess it's not funny, but, you know, Kurt Busch, he got a concussion and he still right. can't race. Right. I know. It's a shame. I guess that is, that's pretty bad, but. 
Yeah, so speedy recovery to Kurt. I know it ain't going to be speedy enough because he may never race again, but hopefully he starts to feel better. All right, so let's go. Uh, all right, let me actually let's get your official pick on the race. Who who's winning it, Sam? For you? Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go with Ross Chastain. Okay, I Ross am. Chastain. It is Chris yeah. Christopher Bell. All right, so you're Sam's Ross sixteen Chastain. to one. You're Chris Bell, and I will go with Ryan Blaney, who hasn't won love since it. the flood. I <laughs> love it, man. He just needs. He hasn't, Matt. That's when, pretty when, accurate. Sam, when's his? When was his uh, last victory? Ah, it might have been that Talladega race like two or three years ago. It really might be. I'm gonna look it up right now. I feel like maybe he won a Darlington That's a question. one time. I couldn't or, even or make Atlanta, up maybe Atlanta or Darlington. Because yeah, it has been quite some time since he was the guy finish. was the guy was like top five in points all year last year. I mean, he's mm. a consistent finisher. Mets are opening up the game here. Yeah, well, again, let's talk about the Dodgers while we're on here. Shelby Miller is is closing games for you. That's a problem. That's a problem. You're not going to win five two top of the night. Mister Mets got to be happy. Old Jamie, <laughs> he's probably finishing up his touch. Finishing touches on his uh, mail yeah. route. No trumpet man, yep. but... Uh, Blaney's last win was in 2021. Damn. What track? He had, th- he had three wins. So let oh. me see here. I feel like one of them was Atlanta, but I could be wrong about that. Like, since 2021. Who, who is Riley Herbst? Uh, he's a he's a Xfinity Trinity driver, driver. A truck driver. He's 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 just getting a ride in this because he's a good. Well, this says plus. Is this supposed to be plus ten thousand? Yeah, it's supposed to. be. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, it should be a hundred. Because it said when it said ten to one, yeah, like I think you guys are talking. I, I think about one it. of them zeros got cut okay. off. Okay, of yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. So twenty twenty one, Ryan Blaney won at Atlanta. Okay, he won at Michigan and Daytona. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. He won the second Daytona the summer race. So yeah. Yep. All right, we're going with Blaney this week. Let's go, Blaney. Get it done, baby. Star Wars guy. I'm, I'm a fan of his. So, all right. Sam. I got him a nuts hat up here somewhere. Do you? Yeah, he's I fucking love the All right, let's. Uh, hey, Sam, real quick, did you take that T-shirt down uh, behind you since the Penguins got eliminated? Yeah, I, I, put, I put my Lang, uh, back the... over it. Yeah, I put my. Now he's got back the clutch back in there. <laughs> yeah. Represent six ninety nine. So, where'd you buy that again? Kogos and Bridgeville. <laughs> Great stuff. All right, Sam. Uh, last week, IndyCar. Interesting winner. First time ever. Kyle Kirkwood for Andretti Racing. 20 to 1. First, uh, first career win in Long Beach. Uh, what were your observations of that race? So I look at this top this top five. Kirkwood. Grosjean, Erickson, Herta, Palo. You cannot tell me that nothing's more competitive oh, than IndyCar. Right. Exactly I've been right. saying it. It's like you get new top fives every week. I thought it was great. I mean, Andretti, one and two. I think that's awesome. Yep. The Penske guys, you know, they were at the bottom of the top ten, the nine and ten, which is not where I thought they'd finish because McLaughlin, man, he's he's been struggling. Yeah, he hasn't had a good year. Yeah. No, but the Kirkwood, I love it. I mean, he was strong all race. I remember mentioning him when we did our racing preview in person. Yeah. Like, Erickson leading the points. Like, I'm just, I'm loving what IndyCar's putting out. I just wish they raced more frequently. That's my only issue. There's too many holes in the schedule. Um, your guy, Newgarden, led 27 laps. He was strong again. And as you mentioned, uh, both of the Andretti guys, Grosjean and Kirkwood, strong. My pick was Alex Palo. He was uh, fifth. He led a couple of laps. Uh, Scott Dixon, not a normal uh Day for him, mechanical failure. Renus nah. VK had issues. Rossi had issues. Uh, 
But yeah, again, the Armstrong, Armstrong top ten yeah, is awesome. Yeah, Ganassi. There you go. Yep. And you you gave us a guy uh, under the radar last year or last week. He wasn't as good, but uh, you know he he wasn't terrible. That that uh, Malakis guy. Uh, no. You know. But I, uh, you know, like you said, this is this is such a wide array of guys who could win and contend that it's it's hard to nail it down. And I do feel like it does a disadvantage to to fans who get used to watching this. And now here we go. We had a good race last week, and now you got another week off. So uh, that's frustrating. Right. And, and they don't. like I feel like they've raced a ton, but they've raced three times. Yeah, yeah, it's not enough. Um, and then next time they go, what's it? Two weeks to that. Barber Motorsports yep. Park or whatever is that? Where is that at? Alabama or something? Yeah, Alabama. Yeah. So yeah, and then we'll be getting close to uh, to Indy 500 time, which would be fun. We'll have uh, plenty of in depth discussions about that, and uh, always we a should do something fun for day. That. Yeah, always, always a uh, fun race. That's a great racing day. Period. You get, usually, we had the triple yeah, header hey, last we- week. Yeah, we didn't mention the name of that race. The call eight one one. Yeah, before you did fifty. Yes. Oh. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> well, a lot of people must not call eight one one before they dig, Chris. Cause you know who? No, you, know who would, you know who wouldn't call eight one one? Your dad. My dad. <laughs> he'd, call, he'd call him after he dug up the natural gas pipes. You're exactly right. We had a natural gas near explosion today down here in Wheeling. It right yeah. wouldn't have hurt our roads at all. They're already ruined. But where uh, at? Out by Sheets, out in Kroger, yeah. out in the Woods. Down in that, that stretch of Nash Road by, by TJ's Sports Garden all the way down to... Uh, oh, okay, what happened? I think they were doing some construction down by... Uh, Bob Evans and the, the fucking workers uh, busted a line or something. They evacuated everything out. It there. was closed down for for quite a while. But Jesus. hey, when you said somebody uh, uh, doing something for race, we should come up sometime. Sit out back on that. You got that TV out there. We'll grill out. Yeah. You got a fucking oh, yeah. smoker. Yeah, smokes. Dude, that, that twenty eighth. That's a phenomenal racing weekend. Yeah. We need to do something in person for a race. Well, we will. We'll make that happen for sure. Because uh, yes, sir. And times are ticking. Who knows how yeah. long Michael, Michael McHenry's on my TV right now with a fucking broom. <laughs> oh, good God! That's yeah. Jared. That's Jared's boy. Yeah. They win fourteen three again. Yeah, fourteen like three football scores. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Go Bucks. Twelve right. and seven. Yeah. All right. All right, Sam. Well, thanks for joining us. As always, any parting thoughts for the uh, weekend of sports? Anything else on your mind before we let you roll? No. Honestly, not nothing really, man. I really don't have anything. Talladega is. I'm. I'm glad we're back at a super speedway. Yes, and I'm uh, glad we're gonna be really just in a pack racing. And here. next week we get Azerbaijani Grand Prix. The F1 oh, boys yeah. are back, so uh, we'll have early morning racing and then uh, IndyCar. And uh, where do we go for Cup race next week? I don't even know. Where is it? Uh, I'll tell you right now. Let's see, it's April. It, what would it be? See, come- uh, it'd be the uh, it'd be the thirtieth. Uh, no, no, all right, or something. it's right here. It is Dover, I believe. Yep, Dover, Dover, and then Dover. Okay, I couldn't remember if there was one more between Dover. Okay, what's yep. the date on that? That'd be Dover like the thirtieth. Is April thirtieth. Yeah, there you correct. go. All right, so another good track. All right, well, that's uh, look. We'll look forward to that next week. All right, Sam. Uh, thanks for joining us. As always, always a pleasure talking with you. Getting Thank your you, insight Sam. Appreciate as our it. racing analyst, NBA analyst, MLB analyst. He's got it all covered. He's riding high. The buckos are rolling. Things are good up in I'm the trying. park. Yeah. All right, Sammy. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, and uh, best of luck with your wagers this weekend. I appreciate it. See you, fellas. Go Bucks. All right. Go Bucks. See you, Sam.
All right, that'll do it for us here on Better's Last Stand. Matt and Chris with you. Mark and Jarrett up at the uh, Morgantown, Morgantown, West Virginia and Pitt game in PNC Park. Yeah. The Mountaineers of Morgantown. Uh, they're enjoying their time. Maybe Coach will be back here with us at some point on the BLS. But, Chris, you've done a hell of a job oh, filling in. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, NFL that, draft, hockey playoffs, lots going on. A, a good time of year. You're yeah, that'll pumped. be that'll be uh, exciting next week because uh, it'll be the uh, – uh, well, no – It'll be the day before the draft. Yeah. So we'll we'll keep an eye out. Maybe if Jub wants to do something, we can do some kind of streaming thing to get people some information in real time. But there's plenty of things out there to watch uh, to keep up on it. And, again, check our social media at the Pine Room Podcast, all of our stuff uh, each week. We'll give you the, uh, the best uh, advice we can from the betting landscape. And uh, be sure and check us out. On the radio, WKKX, The Watchdog, each week, seven hours, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. All right, that does it for us. Matt and Chris here in the Pine Room studio. Have a wonderful weekend. Best of luck in your bets, and uh, I guess go Bucks. Yep. Good night, all. (laughs) Have a good one.